Hello and welcome to this episode 49 of the Northern Invasion podcast and you are joined as ever by myself Stu West and I am uh, graced with the presence of none other than Liam Watt. Oh hi hi. Nathan Watson. Hello. And our super special guest um, next week's tournament organiser extraordinaire. Mr. Matt Roberts. Good evening. Hello. So thanks for joining me, folks. Um, I suppose uh, we've got quite a, a quite a, a bit to get through. This there's, there's been not a lot happening for ages. It's like work. I'm sure a lot of people who've uh, who've had a a bit of a a lull in in operations through lockdown and now suddenly realising they've got three and a half months worth of work to do um, all at once. So we've got a bit to catch up on. We've had FAQs, we've got tournaments starting again across the world. We've got Scotland's first event since March taking place this weekend. Um, so so yeah, it's uh, it's all go. Uh, how's everybody doing? Surviving. Surviving. <laughs> My work, uh, there was really bad rain on Sunday night, so my work's office was flooded, so I'm back working from home uh, <laughs> at the moment. Did you do that? No, it was like uh, it was honestly torrential rain. It was mental uh, this weekend. It was, and then uh, it turns out the electric, it went into the electric box and the back door had opened mid-weekend, so it would probably been open for like half a day. Oh dear. Smokers, eh? It's about yeah. a bit of smokers. <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna open my first can. Um, so there we go, there you go. The sound of silence. So we've. Tonight. <laughs> you're having a prosecco. You're having a prosecco. I've already had one. Oh man. So I'm fucking tipsy. A prosecco. On one prosecco. On one prosecco. That's all it takes these days. I know you're scratching the eyes out of demons. No, they're already scratched out. Ah. I feel like scratching their fucking faces off if GW nerfed them again. <laughs> well, you do know. You, you see, what you should do is pretend to be starting a new army so that that gets nerfed and then have a side project on the go. <laughs> well, you played Deepkin for long enough and they just got better and better. I know. I wish I'd stuck with them. Like, they just got points decreases. It's just because you had that really uh, horrible lull at the Six Nations where you failed those, like, 12 six-ups, you know? So <sighs> yeah, thanks for that, Liam. <laughs> Just so you remember oh. your failures. Sorry, I'm fighting the chicken dog. The chicken dog's decided it wants some brew dog. Maybe the chicken dog is the brew dog. All right. Okay. Is that like the yes. wall sausage advert where it like attacks you <laughs> for the sausages? Yeah, it's like that. It's just coming right for me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we've got plenty to get into. So I suppose we should uh, should we could maybe start with that FAQ before we get into everything else and. Rather than go through news, we'll 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 just focus on that, but we won't go through it all. And we'll, well, maybe that there are a few things there that I've picked up, even myself, um, shielding on a not even on Orkney, not even the mainland. I've been off to uh, to one of our outer isles, taking the kids for a weekend away, and uh, the the hundreds and hundreds of WhatsApp chats that I got every time I got to the one point on the island where there was any kind of signal, um, I realised that something was afoot. Um, so we'll, we'll try and keep things positive or at least not dwell on things if they're, uh, if they're only negatives. Um, it seemed that there were a lot of issues, but there are a few key changes, um, maybe not just in the, the, the ones that was announced this weekend, but we also had a, 
a sort of a, a points update, didn't we? Um, last last week or the week before. So so maybe we'll start with yourself, Liam. Uh, what what are your well, if you, you and Nathan maybe pick two each, what's your first one? Your first change that's most impactful. Biggest impact uh, would probably be. Uh, it's a hard choice, actually. To be fair, there's quite a few things. Uh, probably this whole conversation that's happening today with battlefield rules. Yeah. Uh, change the dynamics of missions has been probably quite big for uh, the new general's handbook. Having missions where it matters more on what battlefield rule you are, but there's kind of ambiguity today of what a battlefield rule I've seen uh, like obviously like stone horns that are made battle line do they lose the behemoth keyword uh, for example which could obviously cause them to be better on some missions but obviously yeah. not good on the missions that they uh, want them to be on but again I, yeah I think one of the, the key things that I picked up and correct me if I'm wrong is that if you summon units in um, no they don't pick up the, the battle line so they yeah. don't get the battle the battle line um keyword if you like or the role from the ghb if you summon them so alario pulling in 20 um dryads yep uh to claim an objective for example in better part of valor, better part of valor yeah. where only battle line can can claim it they'll no longer be uh well they won't be eligible to claim because they don't get the battlefield keyword uh, the the battle line keyword, um, and that's the same with summoned demons, isn't it? Um, uh, no. Demons, uh, some death stuff. Not is much. it resur? Well, I, I'd have thought that the yeah the ghoul king bringing on ghouls, so fex. Yes. But what fact, about resurrected ones? I've not read the actual text. Uh, um, it's not worded that way for them because they're the same unit technically yeah, coming you back. You bring the same unit back, don't you? Uh, the question would be for. Did the Warclans one get FAQ'd and fixed, Nathan? That when um, they summoned our boys, was it? So it used to be an identical unit that is set up. It's now I'm not sure how it's worked. I think it's now a new, a new Yeah, unit. I think it's new, because you call in new ones to the fight, aren't you? Because obviously that's well, it's, the, it's the same size as the unit that was destroyed. That was the distinction that they've, they've Well, no, because I thought I folk think. used fives and brought in tens, because I thought the fluid Yeah, but they was... FAQ'd it. Did they FAQ it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so you can't, if you if a five dies, you can bring on a five now, basically. So pretty much yeah. order are fine, but everyone else that's summoned, except from Sylvaneth. Well, Seraphon. Uh, uh, the list really summon skinks on. and uh, priests and stuff like that. Definitely it matters for Seraphon. Mm-hmm. So what what's that ambiguity about? Um, so what, are you saying that when... Um, like so, a Thunder Tusk Beast Riders is battle line in a, a what's it? When there's a frost, when there's a frost lord as a general, yeah, yeah, lose the Behemoth keyword. Doesn't well, really matter monsters because they're still monsters, but some things aren't like okay, uh, frigates. Yeah, they're not they monsters. Be, yeah, they can be battle line. Gun haulers as well. Gun haulers, but they're, they're, they're artillery, just normal they? units. They're just yeah, normal units. They're, artil- no, they're artillery. They're artillery. They're terrible armies. Uh, but uh, like that sort of thing where, but again, it says something different in the Flesh Eater Courts FAQ because it says they still count as Behemoths. But that would be impossible then because why could you have the five Terrorgeist list 
if they were still BMOS because you'd be breaching your rule. Obviously, in the newer books like Fire Slayers and that, they just went, yeah, you can have five in an army, five magma drops, it didn't matter. But like obviously in Flesh of Courts, which was before that time, they just made them battle line, but didn't say that you ignored the rule. Uh, yeah, I think I think for me, um, the way the thing that had yeah unsettled me the most would have been in my Silver F days, and it'd be mm. bringing on the Dryads because I mean not only a Lariel but you have a Branch Wraith, you always I th- have one. I think it came across pretty well that battle better part of Valor is still not a good mission. It's the like, only mission it really matters for. We can probably yeah. get into it later, but um, it's the, the only, like the other mission that Battleline give you a special bonus to, they, yeah. it doesn't count towards you controlling the objective at the end of the day. Yeah. So no. it's not really it's not really that impactful, but better part of Valor it's huge on I do I still think better part of Valor and place Arcane Power are probably the still two missions which because there's so much armies like where this techless bomb or crook bomb where they just splash up more wounds. If you're still an army, like we've said before, that relies on five to seven wound heroes, and you, you will probably have none of them left after turn one, which means you all will lose. Yeah, they do feel like the most unfair missions, but I worry what happens to list design if you take them out. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it needs to be tested. I don't know if it's really that bad. It's the same idea. If, if, you, no if you went mission. to an event that had five missions up front and those two weren't there, it still really doesn't change your list. Yeah. As much as it is, it doesn't. If your list is, if your list is on the broken end, it's still going to be on the broken end. Doesn't matter what the missions pool is. You just plan on killing your opponent's army quicker than, or dominating the mission. But if you can stop them ever having a chance, that's why, like you say, the better part of valor is an issue. With. <laughs> We'll come on to that shortly yeah. because that's uh that's uh well it's your fault, Mark. Um, we've I think oh, it's this technically his son's fault. I think it's his son. <laughs> yeah, that it. I did hey. the uh, big brain game of let my son do the draw for the for the scenarios so I couldn't get any blame. That is Five the best heads. way of doing it. I even <laughs> I even get children to pick the best painted army because nobody then gets salty with them because it's just what a, what an eight year old thinks is the coolest. Yeah, you can't and, really blame any child. It deflects all kinds of animosity. Technically, it is your fault because you raised them. You raised well, them to have this idea. <laughs> That's it. Uh, and obviously, Mark taught his son to roll badly is also what's happened here. And <laughs> son's obviously insane anyway. He thinks John Harper's going to Yeah, he picked John Harper to win the event. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's not going to. He's not. He didn't roll a Northern Invasion dice when he was uh, when he was selecting those, did he? No, he picked the cards. <laughs> oh, did he? Oh well, there you go. That's that's always bent. Okay, so what's your first one then, Nathan? Um, your most impactful changes? Well, the most impactful to me, anyway, is uh, changes to summoning for... I suppose it, it impacts other armies as well. It wasn't from this weekend's FAQ. It was from the last one, the last, the 20th of July, I think they came out, on the 23rd mm-hmm. of July. Yeah. Um, they touched the Gaunt Summoner... And they also touched the Legion of Chaos Ascendant summoning as well. Um, so they've changed it to if you want to summon horrors with those, you can only summon five. Yeah. I've played games since the change. It's fine. Um, it's actually saved me having to buy more horrors, to be honest, because I only had one spare set of ten to summon anyway. So that gives me like two summons of horrors now. The the biggest thing is that it doesn't allow you to get a banner 
so that's where the big hit is. So you don't get a banner because you've got less than, it's not like Demonettes where you can get a banner per five. Uh, pink horrors, you need to have 10. You're not, they're not a wizard either, okay. but there's still 25 wounds, um, which you, checks out more than Do you the think other. it should have been that it was still 10 horrors, but at max five were pink? Would have that been a, obviously you'd still just take five blues with it. If I'm honest, I don't think the Legion of Chaos Ascendant one needed touched after they changed the five-up rule. Either double saves. Um, Like, they've already hit on it. Like, Pink Corners get the six-up save on their War Scroll as well, so it was a six-up five-up before that change, so they were Mm. still really good. I I know why they've done the change, um, but... It's from a lash of negativity, isn't it? (laughs) It's just... I think it's just uh, upsetting me because they've changed so much else as well. Like, they've just... There's been a... I've I've never been able to play a practice, like, more than one practice game in a row without there being... A change. A change to how the the armies played. Um, But it's it's definitely big for the Gaunt Summoner. But we knew something was coming to the Gaunt Summoner when they uh, didn't change the points. Do you feel the Gaunt is now too expensive, though? I don't think he's too expensive. Like, he's a uh, 260... Like, uh, there's talk of that he's now worthless compared to what he was. He no longer does what he did. No, but you, you can still take 10. I think, he's, I think he's fine if you take one Gaunt Summoner. It's, mm. It definitely puts a nail in the coffin of the armies that wanted to take, like, four or five Gaunt Summoners and summon 40 plate... Uh, a thousand points. Think orders. Yeah. Like, it, put, it, it definitely means that that army doesn't work anymore. But taking one Gaunt Summoner and summoning on five pink horrors or as you said ten plague bearers or something is definitely not it's not it's not bad it's still 110 points worth of horrors or plague bearers with the new points costs of pinks mm-hmm. um and then you've got a two cast wizard that can fly as well his spell's pretty good as well for zinch mm-hmm. um, i don't know what list you take him in you probably don't take him in uh, the standard sort of change host that we're seeing now, but maybe Guild of Summoners, Zinch lists look all right, or um, Ever Chosen. Slaves to Darkness stuff, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's a big impactful change, the change to summoning. They seem yeah. to be nerfing summoning back a little bit. Okay, so so tell me about uh, tell me about this, about um, battalions and whatnot, and certain, certain battalions no longer being, well, being basically played only at the agreement of your opponent or I suppose in the more uh, competitive scene that we're in um, the onus falls to the TO to decide if something's legit I mean that's always been the case but I suppose now it kind of spells out that certain previous um, allegiances or battalions will no longer be well, current really, and there oh. were one or two floating around in the chat. That they don't, mention, one, they don't mention allegiances, which no. is the first thing to note. They mention okay. battalions and uh, war scrolls. Okay. And they, in a previous entry, tackling the same sort of thing because in these FAQs they're doing the whole. If the answer to the previous was no, then this applies, which uh-huh. forces you to read the previous answer. I think is completely ridiculous, but. Um, Celestian Host is one of the ones from White Dwarf. So that was White Dwarf where they gave you an allegiance. I'm not sure if there was a battalion. There might have been. Yeah, there was, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where they they got things that happened? when you took the battalion, Nathan, was when you took half and half, you had to take a certain amount of demons in it and a certain amount of morals. Right, okay. But the the thing that people were 
mostly, my understanding anyway, mostly using was the allegiance that allowed you to get twice yeah. as many Depravic points if Celeste was your general or something. Uh, yeah. The, the formation right. did allow you to be a one drop, which was impossible, kind of. In the right, game. okay. Uh, but that's it was seen quite a lot in Australia, I think, more yeah. than UK based. I think it was seen in Europe, I think uh, I remember not too long before lockdown or before the nerfs. Uh, there was somebody <laughs> before all the nerfs. <laughs> somebody won a tournament with the Celesk host. Um, maybe in Sweden. I'm not entirely sure. Probably but was it? It was. It was definitely. Seen, it was definitely seen play. Uh, Legion of Grief is another one people are mentioning yeah. again. That's an allegiance. It's not a War Scroll Battalion. Yes, it's not in a battle tone, but it what what it's in isn't addressed in any of the entries in the FEQs like. Like, I don't even know what it is. It's like an expansion box that had endless yeah. spells in it. Does it have a FAQ? Uh, yeah, it does. The Forbidden yeah, Power has an FAQ. Yeah, Anything, in my opinion, that has an FAQ... See, this is what I said in Anything our chat. Was like, they should have they should have just listed the things from the last General's Handbook or both before it. So anything previous to the General's Handbook, like you say, Tim Magatkin, everything that is either a battle tome or the following... Forbidden power, Malin mm. sorcery, things like that, uh, are legal. Like, it's not hard to write it in a better format than what they did. Like you say, you shouldn't have to read the previous thing to understand what the new thing says. Yeah, like I've not got a battle tome near me, but do the battle tomes say battle tome on them? Yeah, mm. yeah. So it says it on their, yeah. it says it on their spine. So I, I can see my. What does it say in the spine of Wrath of the Ever Chosen? Somebody have that book? Okay, who buys books, man? <laughs> <laughs> so on on the Nurgle one, it's Chaos Battle to Magikin of Nurgle. I yeah. I will look at the cover of Wrath of Chosen because I do have that yeah. in my lovely Dropbox. Because um, that's another interesting one because there's um, allegiances in Wrath of the Ever Chosen, and there's also expansions on Soul Wars. Wrath of the Ever Chosen is what it's called. Soul, Soul Wars, right? Okay. Which is a part technically of. The start I think set. Forbidden War was Soul Wars as well, actually, to yes, be honest. So maybe, yeah, maybe well, this whole expansion is Soul Wars. Yeah. That's always the conversation. It's Same. basically AOS 2 is Soul Wars. Yeah, Soul yeah. Wars is AOS 2. Uh, but the thing with uh, my, my allegiance in Wrath of the Ever Chosen, in my opinion, is protected because in the General's Handbook, yeah, there's points, for, points their for their battalions. And there's actually an entry in General's Handbook that says Legion of Chaos Ascendant. So that is in the, <laughs> not for long. Ben Johnson's listening. Yeah, he's, he's probably no, just doing his little pencil. He's like, right, I'm gonna go well, in this, and take you. Well, this. this is your problem. This is the same conversation <laughs> we're having now, where you're like, oh, because the battalion is there, it's allowed, which is fair play. Yeah. But my argument would be then, so like the uh, everything else isn't everything else. Like in my opinion, that's white dwarf shouldn't be because I shouldn't have to pick up last March's about. Uh, Last March's White Dwarf. If they want to do that, that's fine. See, that's the also thing with put it on their as well. website as a PDF. I don't know if you can buy past editions of White Dwarf. No. I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe you can on the app. Yeah, the, the way White it Dwarf used to work with Blood Bowl and things was that, or in more time, I just remember would, in my early days was at the end they'd produce an annual at the end of the yeah. year, yeah. which would which would bring all the different um, key. Uh, articles and rules into one publication and you'd buy your almanac or whatever at the end of the year and yeah, i think, I think that's they still fair. With Blood Bowl, didn't they? yeah i remember 
Nathan, yeah, I think I played we should do that with white dwarf ones now. I remember you guys that I played in a 40k event. I was I was met quite a few years ago now, and I played against someone that had. I think it was the Black Templar rules, which came out of a White Dwarf. They got an update in the White Dwarf. And I don't have a clue what his army did. Because I didn't, obviously, I bought the White Dwarf, so the covers I liked. Can, like, there was something on there that was for something I was interested in playing, I'd buy it. But this one was like four or five years old, and I hadn't been playing at that point. And he's just like coming up with all these like extra rules that they got. And I'm like, what? How? Like, obviously, Sounds like you in every game, Stuart. Yeah, yeah. But it's like that, like, you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't be, like, again, if I looked at, say I looked at someone's list from this weekend, I should be able to go, that formation, that formation must be either in the book or in a format that I can go get it. But if I then had looked at, like, say, Andy, Andy's there this weekend, he's got Fire Slayers, say he chose to take the Fire Slayers formation from April's White Dwarf, how am I going to find out what it does before playing him? Unless I ask. I mean, I, I think as TOs, it comes down to to making a ruling for your pack, and I think yeah. that we'll we'll just do that. And you know, um, going forward, we'll probably have something that we're we're pretty good up here at cutting and pasting from each other's packs. So if something's works, we pick it up, we stick it in our own, and it it kind of evolves over time. So from yourselves then as TOs, what do you think of it? What is your opinion? I mean, I'd probably just tell people to ask me. And then if somebody came with a really left field one, I'd, I'd make a call on it before, well, well before list, list submission. Well, so we're talking about the the big ones, in my opinion, are Legion of Grief and the Lethysian thing from Forbidden Power. Mm. They're in a they're in a, a box set that you can go into a Games Workshop yeah. store or go online and buy. Like those rules Aye. are purchasable. I'd, I'd allow that. Be on those? Same, I'd allow I, that. I think that's fine. What about Mercs? Are Mercs still allowed? Yeah, I'd, I'd allow it. See, I mean, this is where Mer- there's Mercs in Forbidden Power yeah. as well, but then there's also Mercs in General's Handbook. So the ones in General's Handbook are specified, like, unless no it's... Legal. Uh, well, they're, they're legal if it's in a pack, so... Mm. Yeah. Is that from... Because there's not in this year's, are they? There's not in this year's. not in this year's, no. no. I don't yeah. They are still in use, Forbidden Power. Like I did, it really annoyed me that they said, oh, you can use 2019 General Handbook missions if you well, want that's why i liked i liked the warlords or whatever it was called the gamers edition of um yep. where you got the little a5 book and it had it had the battle plans the artifacts from all the different books so you had the core rules ones you had the mm. 2018 2019 ghbs and then you had all the artifacts from malign sorcery it was brilliant it had the realm features in it and you know you've you've got everything you need to go to a tournament in one book and we basically got about three tournaments out of it and then it got superseded and binned off. There's yeah. no reason why this GHB couldn't have come with a little A5 book. I'd have paid I bet they'll cool. release it in two months. Yeah, well, they'll release it just yeah, before. Yeah. Like, it's frustrating as well that for matched play gamers, the General's Handbook has, what, 12 pages worth yeah. of stuff? Like, six maybe pages maybe for your missions? including yeah. the... The, like two pages before that they update your rules with uh like yeah. update your uh section with but yeah if it's only i would actually, say, I would actually say the points book the little pamphlet why don't they just put the match oh, play rules in that because that's what match yeah. play is for yeah points are for match play as it was a good it. idea at the time when we were happy with getting the rules updated once per year but yeah. now we can barely wait six months for updates um yeah, yeah. I, th- I think when not, the ghb's uh, only got a 12 month life 
there's no point waiting for three, four months before bringing out a, a sort of like a collated version. I don't even know if it lives that long. So well, no, they sent I'm... this to print in October last year, That's and really then we had to yes. wait. We had to wait two weeks for everything that was released since October. I know that we've had a lot of releases this year, and I'm not ungrateful. It's amazing the amount actually, of support. If you argue for Nathan, they didn't really. We had five, what six books? Uh, no, there was there was nine that we were waiting on. If you add it all up, I'm sure I'm sure there was nine. Cities, cities ogres, Warclans, OBR. OBR, Slaves to Darkness, Zinchio, Seraphon, and Lumineth. Oh, Lumineth is Lumineth haven't isn't? really been released. Yeah, since they still don't have half their models. Ah, oh, it's good. Uh, the daughter, my daughter's built now. She's built her first full unit. She's doing Played it all de- herself. She's doing go then to play devil's advocate because I was looking in the uh, German's handbook as well, with that it says obviously in using these rules for uh, the realms, it says ignore the rules for Malin Sorcery, but it doesn't actually tell you to ignore the rules from the core rulebook. What do you mean? Well, the actual realm rules are from the core rulebook. Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose. Okay, like the... Like, the Realm yeah. of Beasts 2 monster thing and that. That's also there maybe a section at the start? I think the, the match... Yeah, well, the match play section tells you how to play match play tournament games, doesn't it, really? And it doesn't refer to them there. But no, it, it says you ignore the, the Malin Sorcery. The it says use this here, but it doesn't say ignore the mm-hmm. Realmscape effects from Core Rulebook, which I thought was kind of strange. Yeah. Just uh, obviously... They, like, I, I think the new ones, yeah. Bases. I think for match play, the new ones just replace it, don't they? The ones in the GHB. But if you're playing like narrative or open play, you can use the core rules ones, I suppose. Um, but yeah, no, I see what you're saying. So have you got another another? We've we've gone through one each. There is there any any other one you've got there, uh, Liam, that you think warrants uh, highlighting? Be it something not getting a massive points reduction or something that has that. Nurgle didn't go down enough. I Chaos is a I'm going to have to send you another box full of stuff to paint, Liam. Uh, I'll send you another bill. <laughs> Three frigates, you think? No oh, more geez. boats. No, boats no, no. Boats. I could do infantry. The boats are killing me. I've got another yeah. 30 Arcanauts here. Um, so. Yeah, it's doable. <laughs> we'll have a chat when you've done those. I don't want Arcanauts, to honestly, are not too bad to paint. Actually, honestly, the, the Thunderers are a pain. Yeah. And the boats. Yeah, the no, boats I are don't want any so, The boats are just. How do. Oh, Alright then, Mark, you've painted boats. How do you get them not to look bland? Like. I, I, I just hated painting the KO altogether. I mean, it's just bronze picking out a little bit of cloth, and that's it. They just so there's no cloth so on the boat. Monotonous. That's what really annoys me. There's no. Like, to pull the colours that yeah. you have on the infantry, which is the cloth. There is nowhere for it to go in the boats, which really, I just think. Do I then draw a panel? Do I paint a panel to be the same, like a stripe? But I'm like, then it looks daft because it's not cloth. It's not going to have the same highlight yeah. texture. Uh, it's such a... I just kind of did the same things. same idea as in the battle. So I might have like a own stripe going down the side of the hull. One stripe being the same colour as the cloth and then a, a second colour, like a sort of a neutral, like a yeah. pale brown or a cream colour just to kind of blend it in. But they are, they're just, they're just dull. They're really dull to paint. Again, other than that, the infantry was actually quite... I don't mind, the, like I said, the Arconauts. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Or the uh, riggers and things. 
The well, heat was lovely. I, I hated painting the wiggers the most because it was just the, the balloon was just bronze with maybe a little bit of you know, silver metallic. And then... It's such a smooth cut shape. I think that's a problem. Like they are very, like all over them, they're quite smooth. So they don't have like these textures to pick up yeah. uh, highlights well or you can't really do edge highlighting on a smooth ball sort of thing. Yeah, the best you can do is shade the recesses because mm. they do have sort of cracks and crevices with sort of different armor plates and stuff. But anyway, yes, KO got such a reduction for some strange reason because I think people complained and the book was too bland. I think that was kind of what came out when they I first... I think there's loads in that book. It's just pretty boring to play and pretty boring to play against. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's great. the problem. Yeah, I think the book's great. I think there's a lot of options there, but people, you know, it's just not fun. There's just so much in the shooting. I mean, I've, I'm getting an army of it, granted, but it's just it's, for it's a bit of variety. Your list, no, no, because I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But uh, in f- mine's more of a fun list anyway. Like, yeah. looking at Phil's list, even though it's not the optimal build, it's still it's a lot of guns to be shot by in a turn. And yeah. that's that's when you talk about, like, when we're all talking about survival heroes and things like that, there's not a lot of big guys even that survive that much shots. No. Uh, no. And I think that the... Uh, I mean, it's just all in one phase, isn't it? Um, there's not much of a hero phase. Um, it all goes into the shooting phase. It's just, it's so big playing against it, especially when you play an army that doesn't have any shooting. And I habitually play things like Death and Sylvaneth and Ogres with no shooting. Um, and it's just like, ah, and you play against something, and I'm just used to shooting just being over in a blink. And then you play against some poor person who, their whole game and everything's based around that, and they might take 20 minutes, half an hour on a shooting phase, rolling and re-rolling, and they're spending all them bloody Aether Gold things and the triumphs here and there. And it's just like the first two shooting phases are obscene. And then after that, the game goes really quick. I think, like you say, I think maybe... They really want to just take off stuff. I think if they don't, the retaliation and return can sometimes be a bit too much for them because after that they are like yeah. six boats, five boats maybe. Mars on the list. Yeah, it's really is shocking all. People are used to playing KO. I'll come down, I'll shoot all my guns, I'll try and do irrecoverable damage. Hopefully I don't get double turned. Mm. And I think people have still been playing them that way. Uh, initially, and that's where all the the crying came from because they don't play like that anymore. No, like they need a you, bit, you need a bit of everything from the book. Yeah, uh, but you can definitely like, play. Oh, right, you don't need, need to play five turns. But looking at uh, like is it uh, David from Ireland? He's been doing well with his. Yeah, and uh, he's not been taking anything near the lists that people are talking about just now. Like there's there's a lot of scope in that book. He played yeah. them before. It's just, is it, is it yeah. good play? Is that is it harsh as it sounds? Is it, again, I don't think that as harsh as it sounds, they're not an army that you could just pick up and win with. They're not, yeah. a, they're not, they can shoot, but they're not going to shoot the world off sort of thing. They need yeah. to be precise. And they're not obviously that Lumineth list that was, uh, that was did well recent weekend. You, I mean, yeah. if you can, with what's good the Lumineth, what's the Lumineth list? Oh, is it 80? 80 Sentinels. Yeah. Holy. 80 shots, 30 inch range, doesn't need line of sight. On sixes, does mortals. Fives. Where do you Fives. get the Sentinels from, man? Just use archers. We all, we've all talked. 
You've obviously missed the chats. We've all talked about just buying uh, elf archers off eBay. Oh, right. Okay. It doesn't matter because wood elf, glade guard aren't a unit anymore in the game, are they? So. No. Okay. So people are just doing conversions then and. Yeah, count that. It's it, it's no way conversion. It is literally just yeah. This is this is some uh, guys with bows. That's that's my army. Yeah. So young Will Pollock, who's running out the Wanderers. We'll we'll touch on lists for onslaught shortly, but he's uh he's put together uh hey it's hey I'm loving it. He's put together this army and he's pretty much got a Lumineth counts as army. Just just ready to go then really hasn't he? Mm. <laughs> As long as you couldn't, as long as you weren't playing two units different in the same. So like, if you were playing Lumineff, but you were allying in, so say you used Reavers, but if you're all of a sudden allying in like other Deepkin stuff, I'd be like, well, it's a Deepkin army, isn't it? Like, yeah. I have no problem with. Uh, so I think if there's some it. slight conversion, it makes it fine. As the literally in the lists I've seen, there's not any conversion. Mm-hmm. It's literally just buying. The old high elf archers off eBay, uh, ah, kind of like the old uh, Lothar and Seaguard ones. Yeah, I think a bit Lovely of kit fashion. Those um, those uh, spearmen that you get in the pack. I mean, it wouldn't take much to be honest to just stick some bow arms on them and you'd be all right. But anyway, oh, that's expensive. <laughs> well, I suppose <laughs> to get eighty of them. Yeah, well, who wants eighty? Again, it's uh, it's people a... want to win. That's kind of the. Yeah, I suppose. This is the conversation that keeps rising and rising, yeah. is that do you want to just play the game? or? Do I you think if to... you just want to win, though, that's when the game becomes less fun, because only one person can win. Go and if, all you, if, if where you get your joy is, is, is from just winning, then you can be let down and, and maybe not have a great experience. Um, whereas... I, I think some of the chat today was quite interesting. Like I, I only skimmed it as I was um on the boat uh but mm. people talking about comparing with magic um and i think the idea that people want to be the person that beats the good list is is quite a good sort of idea and i think a lot of people do that a lot of people even our really strong players up here we, we don't ever have anybody who's running the the total net list that's doing well the world over or whatever and well, I think people it's because, cutting and like, pasting your biggest problem is that. is that each like i can like the the bent list doesn't always work in every meta and that's kind of the pro like because england has its own meta yeah and that's all doesn't stay bent for long either no no but no it's good so what about you then nathan have you got a is there any key faction that you think the points changes have either strengthened or just killed Stormcasts maybe. Um, well, I, think, I think I think we're going to see Stormcast now. Um, they were big reductions, but I think uh, I think we'll see. I think uh, we'll see a couple of different lists. Like Paladors look really good, don't they, Mark? They they look great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually putting together any Paladors, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they. Uh, I think uh, Stormcast can. They they need a new chamber, really. Um, I think they just need their allegiance abilities to come up to the same strength as what the newer stuff is. Like, uh, like the KO and Zinch book are above and beyond anyone else's. Like with this whole triumph system, internal triumph system that they have. Yeah, like if, there's if definitely other, a lot of power creep. If anyone else had that, like, it'd be amazing. Because even like even going back the year before, Slaves to Darkness looks again the release. Slaves to Darkness doesn't look like it's 
in the same category as what like OBR and Ogre's uh, powers were, kind of like with their allegiance abilities affecting and having changes from their own book. Mm. Like if you think about it, if they if they had in the Slaves of Darkness book, all when Archeon's a Slaves of Darkness book, he counts as twenty models or something on objective or something. You know, what I mean, it'd be things like that that would blow mm-hmm. them out of the water, sort of thing. Yeah. Or Bell- no, it's been quite. It's. I think it's quite exciting. Things have been shook up a bit, and I think that time will tell. The tournaments are coming, and you know things will settle. Things will float to the top, and then people will adapt and come and combat it. So it'll be interesting to to see how things evolve over the next couple of months. Uh, God, God permitting that we uh we keep having tournaments. Um, I think it's... that's actually going to be the thing is that you. In this window coming, I don't think there's going to be enough events. Not like as in not enough events, but for them to look at the game between now and December. Yeah. Because they're pushing this Luminaf release off to October, are people going to even really have the army on the table until November? And what's that, like a month's worth of events before they're taking the FAQ pool? Any events that you're going to have are going to have 20, 24 people at the most. You're not going to have the usual spread of armies that you... Seen... Like you're not going to see a 100-player event with 26 no. people playing Luminef Realm Lords or something. You're going to see Lumineth... the really keen people playing, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The people that are waiting to get those tickets and stuff are going to be the people that like it. They, they enjoy competing. It's their main pastime and stuff. Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, th- I think that we'll get enough data. And the KO changes, as bad as I think they are, highlight that they don't necessarily base their decisions on tournament results. Um, so maybe if we just cry in the WhatsApp chats enough, we'll get the changes that we want. It does feel like I, I that's kind of what happened, I don't, which was quite a shame. I don't know if they're bad. I think the worst thing about the KO changes is that you have to paint more models because they're no. god-awful and everybody accepts <laughs> The that. worst thing about them is that they didn't need anywhere near the changes that they did. No. That's no. the worst thing. Like They I'm just sure got necessary so. changes. Yeah, I'm it, sure it will as it'll well. It'll be short-lived because if, if there's a lot of negative experiences... Because of, because not everybody's going to have the finesse to play them properly, so a fair few people are just going to put them down and try and shoot off in two turns, whoever they're playing. And I think some people whose list can't take it or who aren't maybe experienced enough to to deploy appropriately or do what they need to do are going to suffer and they're going to have a bad time of it. And you saw what happened last time when they first got the first book, and they were ridiculous. And uh, they soon they soon got hit with a stick, so we'll we'll see how long it lasts. There. It's just a shame they don't seem to be able to do KO right. Uh, I so, think they're so different yeah. to the other armies, though, aren't but they? But I think that's yeah. a problem for like if you even look at them, Nathan, compare them to their their brethren, like Fire Slayers. Fire Slayers have the same issues where they have these key units which are so important to their army. But if you change them too much, not saying that I think their points the way they were were fine. But if you put anything up, they go to the same ways that Fire Slayers would be, where you just don't have an army left after that. Yeah, they should have... The the changing to the 20-unit max was definitely the right call, but they should have mm. stayed the same points because mm. they actually got cheaper when they put them to a maximum of 20. Yeah. So... Because yeah, at like that point, just... you were seeing one unit at 30, weren't you? <laughs> and as yeah. soon as they made the changes, they had seen two units of 20. So Which is mental. You had to deal with twice. And they just, they just dropped the magma drop. That's all they did. They dropped something yeah. they didn't really want in the first place. They only did because the, because for a unit of 30, they needed that bubble to be bigger. 
Yeah. But now they're at twenties, they're like, yeah, it doesn't they're matter. another army that's not fun to play against. Dwarden. That's it, that's dwarves for you. Okay, so before we go on to Onslaught, um, we have a, a semi-regular slot, and that is what's good and why. So, Mark, you're new. You probably don't know what we're doing, so we'll put you on the spot first. What's right. good and why? Well, I've been working on a few lockdown projects. My latest project is uh, OBR list. Um, I'm kind of getting ahead of the curve. I decided rather than going for the, the, the boring Petrifix route, try and go for like the Staryak Lords instead. Um, so I've been putting together like a list with Nagash, and I finally managed to take it out on the table this weekend against Andrew Stephen and his 3,000 sharks. <laughs> and uh, I think it's got I think it's got some a uh, little bit of mileage because you're able to run and charge with what is quite inherently a slow army. So to kind of get those really sort of tough Mortec guard across the board that little bit quicker onto objectives a bit quicker, it's quite tasty. Especially when the gash can potentially retreat and charge and run and charge as well, and able to maybe tie things up or get in range for things like a hand of dust or an arcane bolt barrage and things. It's quite, it's quite, it's quite, it's got some legs in it, I think. So is that their thing instead of because everybody knows Petrifex and the plus one to save? Is that their like chamber sort of? Yeah, I think thing. I think it was designed in mind to have like for your cavalry list, but yeah. it doesn't. It's not specifically for cavalry. So everything in the Stalag Lord list can run and charge, and the banners and the units are inherently giving you plus one in your run and plus one in your charge anyway. So yeah. you're going from a, a relatively slow army that's moving four inches or seven if you spend a discipline point to being quite up in your face and potentially getting a. a, a Turn two charge off, or even maybe a turn two, turn one charge if the if the distance between you and your opponents quite close, or they've deployed quite sloppily. And just being like, like sort of running running charge in the gash is quite useful as well, or retreating the gash over something. Like I did that on Saturday, I managed to like sort of move the gash into the back area and start sort of taking off battle line units because Andrew wanted to play sort of a better part of Valor, so just giving him that little bit of extra movement and wiggle room to move around was quite useful. So. So that was quite good. Fair play. So, uh, so what about you then, uh, Liam? What's good and why? What's good and why? Give Nathan first, then I'll go. I'll... <laughs> okay, I'll tell you what. I'll go first then. Uh, so, so my 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 what's good and why? Uh, I'll tell you what's good and why. Eighth edition armies are good, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I've uh, I've been moving boxes and and putting stuff in my loft and I came I happened across uh some some uh 8th edition gold so I uncovered um all my ogres that were still on square bases I had actually uh at the beginning of AOS rebased some of my uh my green skins my old git mob and ogre army to a mixed destruction force before we had uh points and things um, and it kind of drifted away and I went into death a few years ago, but I came across a, a few, a few cases and me and the kids unpacked them. Um, and, and I set them out and, and I had, uh, I don't know, about 4,000 points of, of, uh, of, of ogres looking at the ogre kingdoms, but now, so I let the kids just, just pick basically 2000 points worth of ogres. Um, so 
eighth edition armor is a good because all I have to do is rebase and paint a more pot and I've got a brand new army to push around. It's not going to be very competitive, but it'll add some variety to our uh, battle reports on the YouTube channel, uh, was the thinking. So uh, so I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it because it's going to be fast because they're, they're painted to a pretty good standard. Um, half of my army I'd based on, and when it first dropped, I decided that the the way that things were going were that if things were on a 20 mil square, they went on to a 25 mil round. So everything seemed to just go slightly up and that was consistent. So I put, I don't know, half of my ogre army onto 50 mil rounds. Um, and then I used 60s, I think, for my, uh, for my characters. And then, of course, it, they went on 40s. Then it changed to 50s. There was an outcry. And then it went back to 40s. And I pretty much at that point got the hump put everything in a box and thought sod it and i've never played it since um but now i'm at the stage where i've actually got loads and loads of square base things i've even got scrap launchers um i found another six mournfang that i had painted on square bases so i thought well i'll just rebase my uh my uh my eighth edition army that i've not already done so i think i've got uh 18 ogres so it's a unit of 12 and two units of three there's a scrap launcher, a thunder tusk, um, a butcher, a slaughter master with a mo- with the pot, a fire belly, and some man eaters, and a gorger, and that's my two thousand point list with a bailwind, um, and that's a, and then so if I rebase all that, oh and six mornfang, um, and if I rebase all that and stick a stick the more pot with it, that's two thousand points pretty much. So there you go. Eighth edition armies are good because it takes very, very little work to turn them into a brand shi- brand new shiny Age of Sigmar army, which is far better a game. So there you go. What about you then, Nathan? What's good and why? Um, Bellacor. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> Bellacor's <laughs> a bastard. Um, well, why is Bellacor good? So, right, I've played... Oh god, how many practice games have I had now? Five or six army, uh, five or six practice games with Bellicor. And you can ask my opponents every single time I've forgotten to announce Bellicor in the first hero phase when I, when I went to. And he's still been impactful in every single one of those games. He's just uh, such a good control effect. Like being able to like effectively stop somebody using a unit for two turns. It's so cool. It's really strong. Um, but yeah, Bellacor. But the yeah. only reason I picked it is because I had a funny feeling that Liam was going to pick it because he's building one. Um, ah, right. Still think about something. He's fully built now. Good. Good man. Yeah, we're all stealing Terry Pike's uh, Bellacor conversion idea from Twitter. If you go have a look at his uh, Twitter page, you'll see it. But he's using the new Ogroid Myrmidon Warcry model. With oh, okay. Some uh, Vargeist or Flare Wings or whatever you want to call them. Um, really, really nice conversion. So yeah, Bellicor is good. Yeah, Bellicor is a bastard. Is a bastard. Um, I've played against him three times, I think, and uh, or maybe four. And I tend to have like a linchpin character that gives key buffs off. And no, uh, especially with death when you're needing a bubble, you're needing an aura, you're needing your units close to a key character. Yeah, and if that moving. key character spends potentially a double turn um 
a two hero phase is not being able to do anything or move or anything. It it can just cripple you. It's uh yeah, it's very strong. So yeah, Bellico, fair play. So go on then, Nathan. Not Nathan, Liam. sorry, Liam. Oh my crikey, I'm on. Thank you. Just finished my second can and yeah. Okay. What's good and why? What's good and why? For some strange reason, still deepkin. Oh, yeah. Uh, missing, missing, a, missing a very good required FAQ to stop their stacking abilities. They were again left. The kings get uh, cheaper. I don't get it. Why did they get cheaper? What, what about they, them big Matalan guys? Are they cheaper? Uh, the Eidolons? They didn't no. get a reduction in the... I wanted that, that wizardy one to get a reduction, so I actually saw it. They in. didn't get a reduction, Nathan, though. And again, they also technically are a bit weaker due to the items that they preferred to take, which were Ethereal Amulet or, uh, if you want to argue that, but uh, yeah, just still being left on the, quite a high part of the food chain. Definitely a gatekeeper army, I think, for this uh, set. Like you say, I think probably one of KO's probably worst oh, matchups. Yeah. Yeah, that innate ability to control shooting um, is is massive, isn't it? The yeah. ability to maybe just shut off uh, shooting for one turn, which I don't think Kale will be able to cope without doing, because you can just hide behind your soul scryer or something and Poppy's cloak and not being able to shoot once. Your one turn of uh, being uh, stopped is probably enough. I think Doors of Cain are also still in a really good place. Yeah, Marathi seems really good right now. Like, well, again, the, the realm that, items were kind of uh, realm items were kind of a thing that affected them slightly as well because things like ethereal things were quite actually difficult for them to deal with. Uh, Petrifex Elite's gone for them, which is probably their one of their big bogey armies. Uh, they have the ability to make themselves minus one to hit from shooting if they want to. I don't think you'd still choose it over uh, Hagnar, but... They get a re-rollable after save as yeah. well, which, which not a lot of armies get. Things in the game. It's probably the strongest uh, ignore damage. I was thinking about it today, and that if I was to pick a brand new army to play into this, I wouldn't pick one of the new powerhouses. I think I would go for Doc. I think Doc seem pretty good. Nurgle. Nurgle seem like a good future-proof. Yeah. Them, actually, I also think Legions. I think, because I yes. think Legions and Nagash will be one of the first books to be updated, because it yeah. needs it. It just needs to be, like, again, how did they have to FAQ that the points were changed between Legions and Nighthaunt? How could they have not, when they wrote them together, not noticed that they didn't change points? Or did anyone notice that? What's that? Uh, the, the points for Hex Wraiths were cheaper in Nighthaunt than they were in the general handbook for Legion of the Gash. Is that not the same with Harbingers and that now? Yeah, but they FAQ'd it to fix it. So you now get the cheapest version. Yeah. But it's just strange how they missed that when they're writing yeah. an FAQ. Well, writing a points sheet. I don't know how that doesn't get caught. If you listen to some personalities out there, they don't write the FAQ. They send it to some... Druid down south or whatever he writes the mystic he he writes it and uh, for the points changes they just get the wheel of fortune and the dartboard out. That's true. Yeah. It's very strange for like it's it's when you look at something in comparison, 
uh, between books of why certain things like again like I still think if you if you were talking about things and I think the legions boot and the gash army pretty much should have dropped by yeah. at least 10 20 percent in points well, my my thingy dropped so much I got to put a stupid bloody spinny thing in didn't I in my list spinny my thing. uh yeah, that. Oh, what's it, what oh, is it? No, no. What's that thing? A number thing, isn't it? A number engine. Yeah. It's just like well, a number engine. I'm, I've took one of them. It's like yes. <laughs> I've never. It gave me an. Maybe illegal to paint it. It because it's in the Forbidden Territory. Uh, no, it's in GHB as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which then actually makes that book legal. If you argue that, if they want to talk about the whole. It's because they've put it in that stupid other section, haven't they? Yeah. No, but I mean, the thing is, my, my list come down, the Death March has come down, the Harbingers have come down, um, the Vaudry's come down, there's, there's like just savings across the board. Not it's to be good. harsh, but couldn't have they saved like four pages in the General's Handbook points pay- book by taking out all the stuff that's Legends and just putting it out as a PDF and going, this stuff isn't legal in, stand- in match play unless... Uh... They could just put it in a random white dwarf, couldn't they? <laughs> well, the next white uh, they could uh, they could announce it. Oh, Legions, uh, the only Warfare. way you can, yeah, the only way you can play uh, legend stuff is if you buy this issue of White Dwarf, which is a yeah. special edition and it's ten pounds. It's uh, forty pounds in uh, store collection of Warhammer World only. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, look at that. Look at like birthday models, like the Garden of Souls. They've now obviously written it out of the game. Yeah. Uh, it's in Legends. Did the other hero get put in Legends for Stormcast? Or is he still legal? The Knight Errant guy. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't look. That, nobody cares. <laughs> no, he was shit. Yeah, he was yeah. okay. He was I like the model, character. But you can just use him as like conversion. That's the way I see but these. It's, it's things like that. So they've still got rules for what's her name? Uh, what's, is it Blackheart that Black was in Talon. Neve Black Talon. Yes, Neve Black Talon. She mm-hmm. has still rules for her, but from like that book, uh, from uh, Light War, is that what it was called? Yeah. yeah, she was in that, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, she never gets played. Like, again, that's why Gav Shurhart model started selling us when they made his rule broken. Matt, you're a player, won't you? You're going Paladors, aren't you? He's not going to play Black Talon for you. We just play a, a normal version of her. You just play the non-named version so you can actually take a command trait and uh, what's her ability? She gets to fight. No, she fight, gets to it? she gets to run really fast with uh with them big chocobos. Yeah, but so does everyone else. All the the little other hero version of her, the knight, whatever she's called. All right, Zephyros, isn't? It? Yeah. yeah, but things like that, like again, I just think they should have if they want to do that, just write off all the. Uh, stuff like that. If they don't want people using them, I want more. I want. I want more named characters in the Stormcast. And what I really want is uh, is is Ham. Uh, what's he called? Hamilcar. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I need. I need that. I'll, I'll paint a full storm ho- storm host if he gets rules. What is I'll he from? Stormcast. He's slash of indicator, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But that's that, a problem. The, all their amazing. heroes are all their heroes are Hammerhall, aren't they? Yeah. The other that's ones are, yeah. That's that's again that's it's the ultra means bias that they have. Yeah, but poster uh, boys. Okay. But but he's the he's the he's the one. Hamilcar. I nobody else matters. I mean, I I'd just take him as an ally in any army I played. 
That's what I would have quite liked when they did Soul Wars. I would have quite liked it to be the chamber would have changed for the box set. That would have been quite nice. Yeah. Ah, well, you never know. Maybe there'll be one coming. The next chamber. No, nah, I think it'll be elves and elves or something in the next box set. Uh, good and dark and light. Make Malorian chaos. That's what I want. Uh, well, we always thought... Oh, I thought Slanesh. I think he'll be a bit Slanesh-y. We've still not got any mortal Slanesh, have we? Mm, yeah. Other than Hellstrider, there's no new kits. Yeah. And right then. Technically the so, on to the, the, the main thing. The meat uh, in the, the fun sandwich. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're the meat in our fun sandwich, Mark. Wow. <laughs> you can tell I've had a couple of bites now. So, uh, Onslaught. Um, I'm I'm going to hand over to you to maybe talk through uh I don't know the uh, your your uh I, I mean planning an event the first event post COVID oh it's not even post COVID COVID's still there but it's the first event post lockdown um you've done draws maybe talk through uh I don't know the uh, your thinking behind it the interest you've had and uh, and what people can expect. Well, first of all, Onslaught wasn't originally going to happen. Um, Matt really kind of took over the, the spot that I booked for Onslaught at the start of the year. And then he managed to get some a, a new job done in Portsmouth. So Onslaught then kind of went by the by and kind of died to death. But obviously then the last event was, was it for the Old World? Yeah, back in March. So it's kind of... Oh, yeah, yes, for the old world was the last event we ever went to before we kind of went to lockdown with, with COVID. And we spent a lot of time in lockdown. And Steve at Common Ground was making rumours of reopening. And I really didn't want to spend my entire summer holiday having nothing to show for it. So I kind of thought, shall I or shan't I? And I put out a few sort of tentative feelers if people wanted to go to an event fully aware that they're obviously going to have to social distance, they're going to have to wear face masks. But there seemed to be a, a big enough demand for it, so I thought, sod it, but I ran it past Steve. Steve was happy to have it. Um, limited, however, to only 24, so you can socially distance. So that was it. I decided, well, we'll carry on. We'll just do it again for another year, and hopefully next year, fingers crossed, touch wood, things will be a little bit back back to normal. I'll be back to being a two-dayer. Kind of thought the best way to approach it tentatively was just to have it as a one-dayer for now. To see how things go and just to kind of take baby steps getting this kind of the scene back together again so so it's 24 man 24 24 players one day three games the draw's already been done snar has been picked by my my eight-year-old son so i can't get any blame whatsoever for a bit of part of valor rage that seems to be going around um so that's about it so it's quite juicy lists and i know that jp has been uh, doing some rundown of some stats and we'll be doing some rundown of stats over the course of the week and uh what I think he's calling is the uh, the onward to onslaught tweet. So, <laughs> so, so what's the? We've got better part of Allah first. Better part second. of Allah first. Second, I think I can't remember. Hang on, we got written focal down somewhere. Points. That's focal it. Focal points. points, and then the and third then one is battle, for, battle the for the past. Yeah. And then, uh, so you've got those. What about realms? How did you decide to tackle realms? Well, when I, I when I first started putting the pack out. We didn't know what GHB20 was going to be was going to have in it. There was rumours that they were going to be changed, they were going to be kind of deleted or revamped, etc. So I just thought, just for simplicity, uh, I would just simply rule realms out for now until we got a better idea of what was going to happen. I put in my in my draft pack whatever happens, I'm not going to introduce realms. 
Um, because you simply didn't know if they're going to be things like your sort of your ethereal amlet level of you know bullshittery yeah. or ether quartz brooch, or if one realm was going to be stand out compared to the others. So I thought just to keep a level playing field, I would just simply rule it out. Most of the people coming to onslaught, I just simply want to come just to roll dice again. Yeah. Uh, although, well, that's what they told me in private messages, but most of them have seemed to be uh, there's a certain new level of filth kind of creeping through, but looking at. JP stats that released yesterday. Okay, no, a couple of tryhards, isn't there? Yeah, there's, a, there's some people coming to have fun and there's some people coming to destroy the world. Yeah. yeah that well, Grant Fraser, what a tryhard. I don't know how yeah. he's up there. He's a bad <laughs> we'll, we'll watch it. We'll, uh, we'll go through the list shortly. Um, Spoilers, which, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, no. And it's the first one without... Uh, I mean, there's no real filth from the North coming, is there? There's only two from Aberdeen. Grant Fraser and Grant, Sean, and, no, no, yeah, it's, Kev. it's Kev. Yeah, it's Kev. Kev, yeah. Yeah, so they're Love both it. bringing bone splitters as well, aren't they? Yeah. Aberdeen's oh, gone full on bone grins or whatever. I know that Grant's fallen in love with his, uh, his war clowns again. They're an yeah. awesome army. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they're great. They're just, that book is a, just a fantastic book. There's so much in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. I'd, I'm probably I'm the building. best book in the game at the moment. Yeah, Every obviously. time I play against Bone Splitters, though, it makes me want to do a Bone Splitters army. Like, I think yeah. after I played Chalmers uh, Howling, I was raving about doing a Bone Splitters army for ages. So I'll probably be doing that after this weekend as well. No, I'm uh, I'm building uh, slowly, uh, as well as rebasing that army and building another, well, painting another Legion army. I'm, with the boy, I'm, I'm building and painting an Iron Jaws army at the same time as the girl is... Uh, Building a building a uh, Lumineth army, so I'm I'm all all in for the Iron Jaws, and it's great. It's like you say, it's another one of those books where there's such diversity, and you can play in so many different ways. The models well, are great. It's essentially three armies in a book because yeah. Big War, Bone Splitters, and Iron Jaws play so differently from each other. Yeah, no, it's great. I really like the Iron Jaws, me. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it, and and the boy, I reckon it's the perfect perfect uh, army to teach uh, an eight year old the game. So so the lad's loving it. He's I'm painting a more crusher with him at the moment. So um, yeah, the rattle cans have been out. It's it's going to be a pretty strange looking more crusher, but I'm blaming the eight year old. Okay, well before we yeah, go into the lists, then um, I think it's worth worth a quick shout out to yourself um uh, about the 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 endeavor that you've uh, embarked upon about community <laughs> terrain and i think that this is the sort of thing that um other regions or areas could maybe take some take something from because uh you've, you've had quite a good response so far and maybe you want to i don't know just say a few words about that and uh well there's yeah. been there's been lots of chat on the on the WhatsApp group for I mean, months and months about the level of terrain that we play in. Um, no disrespect, but the, the level of terrain is sometimes quite sparse, so it's looking a little bit tired. And quite often with the, the shooting meta that's kind of starting to emerge, uh, as someone mentioned the other day, kind of having things like obscured terrain or just the, the level of terrain that should be on a table. I mean, I think it's something like 16 pieces of t- of terrain, something like that you should be having. Maybe 10 pieces should be obscured. And when, when you go to common ground, you don't really have that sort of level of terrain. So 
what I thought I would try and do and try and get people on board is to try and build up some sort of community resource of terrain that could be taken to tournaments to supplement the, the terrain that's already there. Not really looking to sort of reinvent the wheel and put like new fresh terrain on every table. It's just to bolster what's there. I mean, a, a lot of us tend to live within 20 minutes to a half hour drive of, of common ground anyway. So it's really not a hardship to put stuff in a box and take it along to every event, even if we're not going ourselves, you know. So I started putting together like a sort of like a, some resources and collecting bits and pieces or making bits of sort of scatter terrain over the past couple of days. And what I was hoping to do at Onslaught is for looking for the Scottish community to maybe sort of donate unwanted and unloved bits of terrain that they've got kicking around places because everyone's got the odd sort of, you know, Azerite ruin here or there or the, you know, bit of wall or, you know, bits and pieces you collect or failing that, maybe you kind of chip in maybe, you know, two or three quid into a pot and then the terrain committee is going to take that and repurpose it and then start bringing it to future events or any funds that we make, again, start purchasing some terrain from things like Dark Fantastic Mills, et cetera, et cetera, and bringing that along to, to future events. I think it's a good, a good noble endeavour. Uh, and you've been churning out the uh, the painted stuff for a while, haven't you? Well, I've no, not like really. this last couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, it's only been the past, past week or so. I mean, I've had that, um, what's that, mausoleum? Is it? I had that kicking around, so I thought I needed to kind of put my money where my mouth is. So I started getting that painted up kind of pronto. It's it's nothing fantastic. It's just a you know, spray it black and then sort of dry brush it and pick out the detail, but it's it's good enough to kind of put down on the table. And I kinda of had a look around the house for any sort of thing I can make sort of scatter terrain out. So just a you know, it's a bit of an MDF board and some rocks and again just a bit of basin materials, a couple of skulls and a couple of tufts and, and it's good to go. So no, no, I think that's good. And if anybody wants to donate, um, have you got a, a way of people getting it to you, or are we just relying on people who come to our tournaments? I'm just, I'm just. What I'm going to have at onslaught is just a big box at the front, and if people want to put things in the box, then they can. We I know that a few people have mentioned they're going to bring a few bits and pieces along and put in there. Um, what I'll do is I'll just take it away. I'm, I'm more than happy to sit and paint it up and bring it along to you know Northern Invasion or Andrew's Realm Wars in a month or so's time. Yeah. And even if I'm not going myself, it, it, it really isn't a major hardship to drive 20 minutes to common ground on a Friday night, leave it there, and then come and pick it up at the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I, I really like... Uh, the, I mean, I, I, I think that the the Dat Fantastic Mill stuff's amazing, and I love their theme terrain. Um, yeah. There's not much that's particular line of sight blocking. I do like a bit of line of sight blocking with my squishy heroes I'm used to. Um, but I think the GW terrain has come on leaps and bounds, especially for AOS. And mm-hmm. we've seen the old the old world stuff sort of phased out over time. And we've now got a full suite of stuff. You've got things like your Ophidian archways and your Numulus oculums. We started off with just realm gates. And um, now we've got all sorts of stuff. You talked about the Azerite ruins and townships. And then we've got all that stuff from, um, from Warcry. Those Warcry boxes are really good. And then you've got... Um, war scrolls for each piece of terrain and i think that adds a lot to the battlefield and one thing that i noticed for you was um didn't you print out a load of stuff that said obstacle yeah yeah i have so what i'm gonna do is the same as last year at onslaught i went out on a friday night and i i basically had like little sort of cards for every bit of terrain in in, in the ghp and i just simply picked it of a, of a bag and i just designated terrain on a friday night 
so it, people it just kind of streamlined the events so that people didn't have to spend five minutes looking in the handbook rolling the terrain and you know this yeah. dice is one table this this is the other table it was just all done for them but kind of i was kind of having a discussion with a few people the other day that we don't really seem to play with obscured terrain and like you were saying those those five wound seven wound heroes that just get shot off it just gives a, another layer of protection to those sort of armies that tend to suffer from something like that by just having that little bit of obscured terrain it makes it a little bit more you know realistic and a little bit more cinematic so yeah so, penumbra again, engine penumbra <laughs> engine you say uh it's an obstacle it allows, obstacle, you, it? it allows you to re-roll ones to save so you know it's, it's just what my white king needs have any of you guys listened to oh, what episode was it it was a swedish tournament that was ran and i think the honest wargamer covered it but they played a tournament where every table had a garrison uh-huh. so i don't know if you guys have yeah. had a look at the new war scrolls i think they, they should, i think they should have one yeah, they, building. they definitely help against the shooting meta as well, given everything inside it, cover and minus one to be hit, yeah. which is pretty cool. But the, the War Scrolls, the, the important thing for it, in my opinion, is that it's the Azerite Townscape box that they sell. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy that box, and if you put the scenery pieces together in such a way, it now has the garrison rules. Okay. And there's a couple of different ones there's i think there's three there's the sigmarite mausoleum can be can be garrisoned as well if yeah, you put it all together yeah. like a mausoleum it's like and then a, or something, isn't it? yeah so i think that would be maybe interesting to pursue as well Well, the old watchtower you could garrison yeah you, as well and there's a few other ones like the some mainly the eighth edition full-on buildings because everything's a bit more ruinous isn't it in, yeah. in sigma um but no that's that's so uh, they, the caveat there, obviously, is they played it with a bit of comp. I don't want to just yeah. throw it out there that they done it. So they made it so that behemoths couldn't garrison, because technically yeah. you can garrison even if you're a behemoth. And they, you don't get the benefits of cover, though. You don't get the benefits of cover, but you come minus one to hit. And no, because it's still the benefits of the cover. Are you sure? Cover doesn't yeah. give you minus one to hit. But the garrison does, which is a piece of scenery. Right, okay. So you would still oh, never gain the benefit of the scenery. That's um, that's why uh, when everyone's talking about obstacles affecting monsters, it doesn't because they never then, get affected by scenery. People well, were. Does, does it say that though, or does it I just say it they does. don't get covered? Yeah, it says it says units with eight wounds or more can't gain the benefit of cover. It says so that's why they can still gain like arcane scenery and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but I'd argue the cover is the plus one save. The other bit of um, the mm. other bit of comp that they put in was that you couldn't gain the benefit of lookouts or and the minus one to be hit because you could put a unit of three models or more within range of the garrisoned building if you had a hero in it. Then technically they would be minus two to be hit. That's which fine. Just seemed a bit janky, but no, I like that. And shard, like that. And shard of night for an extra minus one. <laughs> Game <laughs> look, 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 I'm I'm all over it. I've, I've built this into my uh, my my strategy. But it definitely seems not dying. Cool. Yeah, seems no, it's good. good. Yeah. We should maybe oh. use the war scrolls for just aggressing her a bit more. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think we should, but the thing is, where we play, we don't um, have enough of it. We don't have much scenery, yeah. unless we say certain things count as. So when we go around, I'm not suggesting you do this, Mark. But when we go around the night before, if we do predetermine what it is maybe we 
look at the terrain and think, well, that's a little bit like a realm gate. Gary's got loads of things like realm gates mm-hmm. uh, through that fantastic mills, or that looks a little bit like such and such, and give the same like accounts as. Yeah, like, just if it has a similar footprint. We can, e- we can even yeah. leave a couple of war scrolls on each table, um, saying you know for uh, for different things. And say, well, this is what each one is. Look, in the next yeah, we year, we're going to be playing on a, a, a four by five table anyway, so we're going to have. Since we won't. Not, we will. Not in our tables. Yes, we will. No. I definitely think it's a better way to go. I think it's much better, especially with social distancing and stuff like that. Putting that extra foot between the tables and gives you a little sideboard of space. It just means you get an extra table on each row. No, That's... not when you've got four. Nobody's Don't. nobody's going to be giving you a sideboard. They're going to be squeezing <laughs> in more people because it costs. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> anyway, no, that's grand. Uh, so so no, I think that's good. And if anybody wants to donate, um, give us give any of us a shout, and we'll put you in in contact with Mark if you're not already in contact with him. The thing is as well that the Mortal Realms magazines that are coming out. I mean, if you see the the preview of the terrain that will be out over yeah. the next year or so. There's an awful lot of the Warcry stuff in that. And at £8 a magazine, it's not really yeah. a big deal to go and pick up a magazine and oh, it's brilliant. think of a little bit of terrain. And, yeah, it's really I, good. I suggest, and what I did, um, and it's really, I have uh, subscriptions with Forbidden Planet and stuff um, for for various things, but I was just sort of browsing through there. And you can pre-order all your, um, yeah. all your, your what's-its through them all your uh, Mortal Realm stuff. So even if it's just one-off ones, rather than subscribing to the whole magazine, you can you can pick and choose which ones you want to pre-order. And, well, touching wood here, I've yet to be let down by Forbidden Planet in many, many years of subscribing mm-hmm. and pre-ordering stuff from them. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd give them a shot. Uh, okay, right. So let's have a quick look at some of these lists then. Oh, hang on, hang on. Is that Mr. Smith? Is he back from the pub? <laughs> uh, with me, hang on. He might be... Oh, he's joining! Yes! Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll dial him in. Look at this. Gonna get a drunk, Scott. <laughs> Shit, how does this work? Here we go. Here's where we, here's where we switched uh, drunk Stu trying to interact with technology. It drunk just Scott work. as well as drunk man. Oh, man, this is what we need. <laughs> and I go in Prosecco. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Look at this. I'm not even going to edit it out. <laughs> we'll see if he joins us before we uh, hit the list. Oh, he's here. Hello. Hey. Hey, evening. How are we? We're good. We're good. Uh, we're, are you, are you, have you been out me. partying? <laughs> no, but I do have a large box of beer sitting in, by my front door that's been delivered tonight. Oh, you've had the Brewdog delivery, haven't you? Yeah, it's a big box. Like, there's me oh, 48 cans. Oh, hello. Fuck. Um, <laughs> what, what beer did you go with? Uh, Hazy Jane. Hazy Jane, oh, holy. It was holy on sale of some of that. I think mm-hmm. I was half drunk when I ordered it, so that's why it kind of... It's always a nice surprise. <laughs> Probably on Hazy Jane. <laughs> I remember drinking that at nine in the morning at Invasion <laughs> last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. We don't encourage irresponsible drinking. So always yeah, be responsible. Do. No, no, no. No, no. So long as you're not sick on your opponent or on the table, 
That's responsible drinking. What if I touch your dice? No, no. Especially not in these times of COVID. I now have the perfect opportunity. Just just remind me how bad you were at last year's onslaught again. Me? Yeah. Uh, Is that when I fell asleep on that that chair? Yeah. And there were a lot of pictures of me. Yeah, I was... I was drunk. That um, was that bloody John Craig. Yeah, that was. We ended up going out dancing. I think we went out dancing and got absolutely hammered. Yeah. Yeah, we got uh, we got the videos and photos at like half past five in the morning. Jeez, oh, it was bad. I think there were only me, him, and about four Japanese pensioners in this club. (laughs) I've got I've I've got videos of John. Having it large with a fishbowl cocktail, dancing in the steam on his own in like uh, that ridiculously bad clubbing. Fucking is that the one where John tried to go through the drive-through at McDonald's? Yeah, that was yeah. that night too. Yeah, because uh, uh, his his roommate had uh, had had yeah fault. Yeah, so he was having to keep himself. So he took one for the team and decided to walk in the streets. Yeah, he was walking the streets while his uh, his roommate was um yeah doing the dirty. Happy days. So, so yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what I was playing or where I came. Um, I th- you can I look on that... TTO. Oh, I've actually got TTO open to go through these lists. Look at this. This is Sigma. I've got 2019. Ladder. Stu West finished 14th. 14th. That's not bad, considering how ill I was. Legion Knight. No, there you go. My crook. Vampire Lord. Zombie Dragon, Necromancer, White King, 10 skeletons, 40 skeletons, 10 skeletons, 5 Black Knights. 10 Goons. <laughs> sounds very familiar. In the Death March. A 3 2 finish. Yeah, it's pretty similar. So, uh, but I, I have the, the secret weapon now of the uh, Penumbral Engine. So, yeah. There you go. Okay. So, Scott. What's well, good and why? What's good and why? Easy Jane's good well, yeah. <laughs> uh, say what's good and why. Contrast Flesh Terror's Red is very Oh good. yes. It's so good, isn't it? It goes on beautifully. Yep. I've got it on all my tongues, mouths and sores of the army that I'm painting right now. Tongues, oh, mouths. The there you go. <laughs> Faces, bases, and uh, what's the, is that a saying? Faces, Shields. bases, and bases, bases, faces, and hazy Jane. Faces, <laughs> bases, and asses. It's even better. Yeah. Contrast paint in general has impressed me lately, and I've not used it as described, but no, like, no. like, it's so good, contrast paint. I think it gives a better texture. I think it gives a better finish for than some paints do. What about that new Necron glow thing? That's all my list, interesting. I've not, I've not tried it yet, but it looks good. It looks good. I got it delivered yesterday, so it's um, it's still sitting in the box and will be probably for another year. Oh, I, I opened it and had a wee play. <laughs> I put it on my on my little uh, Mortec guard for a wee test, but I think you got to put it straight over like Wraithbone or something to get a good. Yeah. But, um, well, I, it's very, I watched, very bright. I watched a YouTube video the other night when I was um. Thinking. I think I might have been tipsy. <laughs> and there's there's this couple of women. I don't know if you've seen them called Sword and Steel. Um, what and were you watching? Like, what? Oh, it's on YouTube. YouTube. These two women. And they do like uh, like battle reports and AOS like reviews. Two girls, one cup, was it? Or something? Oh, <laughs> man. I'll tell you what. Well, yeah, one, one pot of bloody Necron Glow. 
the thing is, no offense to the woman. Um, she, I'm sure, I'm <laughs> oh, sure she's all right and everything. But the amount of pain, right? And do you know what she did? This, this, this made my skin crawl. Yeah, she shook a pot up. She did good. She put a little mixing ball thing, like a stainless steel ball bearing. I thought, oh, she knows her shit. Then she opened the pot, and then she just took the brush, and she didn't even go into that little lip at the top, which is bad enough. And she goes deep. She, she, went, deep, she, she went all the way. She went. She like she did. She went clunged deep in the pot. Oh I'll tell you what. It, it wasn't <laughs> just the tip she took. She put the whole bloody shaft in. And oh then, my god. And then she. She just like <laughs> lathered it on the fucking models she was testing on, and and I could see it. Painting? Is that the name of the episode? Whole shaft in. Is that the name <laughs> Whole shaft in painting. That's the only type of painting that I endorse. This is if there, you're not whole shaft painting, then you're not painting at all. Oh man, the YouTube views are going to go through the roof. But no, put a link in the show notes. No, no, I can't. No, <laughs> no I, I, honestly, I'm I'm not giving him any shit because it it just gave me the total cringe because it was one of those where it went right up the ferrule, right into the, <laughs> the you know, right into the um the metal sort of collar, and then she's just sort of like lathered it on, and I just thought, Mm-mm. and then how can you tell whether or not this is a good paint based upon that sort of application? Anyway, it has to go on thick. Honestly, it does. I think it's it's one of those things that will have to go on because again, it's so transparent. When it dries, it'll thin down because that's what the uh, fluo green I use from Game Color does. You've got to quite like apply it quite a thick. That's uh, on oh. one of your. Uh, trust me, it's it Yeah, it's pretty much like a glaze, but it's a really. Uh, again, you've seen my OBR that I had. That's why I used, and that's just thickly applied, and it just dries thinner, like a glaze. It's gorgeous stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. hoping the Necron one is a replacement. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been thinning contrast paint with water, which they don't. Water. Advise you, they they advise you use their contrast medium. Uh-huh. You mean you mean coloured? Uh, you mean like white chalky water? It's pretty yeah. much what it is. But you can you can mix it with water and. Uh, doesn't seem to have like i've not noticed any sort of impact mixing it with water to thin it so could you use it on a wet palette then i think you could i, th- I think i've seen people use it on a wet palette you know what i test it first because i don't know if it would go through the parchment paper i've been using the can the windsor newton artistic flow improver yeah i've been mm. i've been using that with washes and it makes them like so tacky like tacky afterwards like sticky it's such a weird texture i've also been putting them through airbrush as well no you don't airbrush stew but uh for those that do you can oh, for contrast for contrast paint yeah you can get them through. i'll show uh, i'll show you'll get a look at my army when we are at event next week definitely when you're not playing because uh but how <laughs> much what he just told you there yeah <laughs> but you'll you'll see that uh, you can get a really cool effect airbrushing contrast mm. so I would definitely yeah, recommend trying it. Yeah. Well, I have got an airbrush upstairs. Oh, yeah, it's only did. a it's only a shit one I got from Little Like, but that's fine. That's where I got Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've got this penumbral engine, so I was just going to spray it plate metal using like the army painter spray, and then I was going to apply that um that contrast, which is the Dunes one. What's it called? Some Agaran Dunes or something daft, and yeah, it makes the it look really one. gold. It's like yeah, and. It's it's quite good. I used it on well, I used it on the KO stuff that I painted before I thought, oh, this is 
not 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 fun. Um, and and I think that if I just if you if and I was thinking if I could airbrush this on, it'd be awesome because I've built the bloody engine now, and it's so fiddly and it's got all bits inside bits inside bits and it's yeah. going to take me ages to just turn the on the contrast. Turn the pressure down on the airbrush. There's like a little uh, easy here, by the way, but there's a knob that you can that you can fiddle with. And, and uh, fiddle with the knob. Yeah, <laughs> fiddle, fiddle with the knob to get the pressure down, and uh, it'll, it'll go on nicely. Uh, look what you've joined, Scott. <laughs> I hope you're doing your job with a hazy jade. <laughs> so, so we're yeah. at the stage, Scott, now where we're about to hit the lists. So we're gonna just s- slide through the lists. Don't ask um, me, I think, because I'm here. So. <laughs> Oh no, it's all right. I, I I can't tell you much. Um, I can tell you which ones I think are great. Um, but how things work, that's another man's game. So, uh, let's start with Mike Callahan. Let's start with Big Mike. So he's he's pulled out the Ice Vipers again, hasn't he? Yeah. So he's the anvils of the Elden Hammer. He's gone with the uh, Knight Encanter, Knight Heralda, Lord Relictor, Knight Azeroth. Uh, he's, he's, he's brought in the Light of Eltharion, or Elthar... Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Then he's got five libs, five libs, five libs, three Aether Wings, three Aether Wings, nine Long Strikes, ten Evocators, and an extra Command Point. So, what are your thoughts, folks? You should have took Croak as an ally instead of Eltharion. <laughs> It's a nice model, though. It is. Well, um, well, I don't like the model, but I don't mind his paint scheme on it. It's the only model in the I do like. Yeah, I, I, I think the model is totally fine, but it does not go with that range. I just think that range is literally... Like, you talk about that dartboard, Nathan. They've done the exact same thing when they designed uh, Lumineff. They went, we'll add mountain bulls, we'll add... Long spears and we'll add uh, ghosty uh, (laughs) suits. I think it's to protect them for future releases. So they've, uh, in the lore, they talk about them being the elements. And I think you've only got a little bit of water with like one character. And then you've got a couple of the mountain ranges for like there. So there's definitely more to come. And maybe he'll represent one of the the other sort of factions. Like I think Air would be pretty cool. They should have made Gale, let's be all on, <laughs> be honest. We should have just had Gale. We would all have been happy. No, his list's the his list's but they don't have fire. Fatal, isn't it? It's all the well, it's the exact same as what he played previous to the changes. I he's think all these decayers. And he's a hero in. He used to and a relictor, didn't he? An extra relictor. He's not had to cut anything. Oh, it seems he's pretty strong. Things. Yeah. Uh, again, the um, better part of Valor and just three fives of libs is going to be um If he wasn't up against Andrew, then he would really struggle, I think. But he's playing against somebody else who's also got three minimum battle line. He could so... always put them in the sky for and protect himself until... But then they don't capture the objective. The no, only way to capture the objective is to move onto Yeah, it, so... but you can charge on. You have to make that nine-inch charge then, though, don't you? True, but it's better than losing them to someone. Not obviously in that game, but if he was against other people, it saves you losing them. 
turn yeah. one. Yeah. I think if he wasn't playing against somebody else who had done it, he would, I think that list will struggle going forward because of that mission alone. Um, It'll look good, though. Both, they both got a minimum battle. Yeah, they both get minimum uh, three. So he's gonna their, their game is going to be over pretty quick, though. So... Yeah, that's for people who are listening. Um, playing better part of Valor, pretty much the the long and short of it is um, only battle line can claim. You can only burn from the end of turn two. Um, so you need to move on to an objective um, to claim it. And then from turn two onwards, you can burn it and you get points based upon how long you've held it. So if you don't have battle line on the table come turn two, then you're in trouble because you've if you've not burned anything, you've got no points. So um, the the key thing is to see your opponent's battle line and and take them off before they get to score anything. Thank God, murder host isn't still a thing. Yeah. So I think uh, we'll probably cover their lists. I won't go into any great detail, but um, David Jack and Kevin Lowe, Cunning Ruck versus mm-hmm. Grisogor. <laughs> yeah. So that that game, uh, I feel confident to say that game is over turn one. Cunning Ruck's going to move forward. It's going to shoot off the 30 goals. Game over. Just go to the bar. Yeah. There's no point playing that out. That's no. the the problem with the, the mission. There'll be a couple of them. Like, I think uh, another one, KO versus the Bloodthirsters. Yeah. Like, as mm-hmm. cool as the five Bloodthirsters are, KO shoot off the three into five Bloodhounds, Fleshhounds. Game over. Yeah. You don't even have a game at that point. No, uh, just, and that's the thing. The auxiliary objectives now... Um, Kill points does nothing for you. Yep. So auxiliary objectives uh, only come into play on a draw. So there's no point playing. I suppose the only things are, and I don't know if you touched on this, Matt, when you talked about your pack, but you have got um, some some things for the best in each Grand Alliance that are not based solely on yeah. um, on, on like your results, haven't you? So so do you want to quickly mention them before we carry on? Well, again, that was a that's a conversation that kind kind of crops up all the time because whatever whatever happens, the winner of your event is always going to pick up a best infraction. So I wanted to have something, and it's just like a, a daft certificate. I want to have something that you know kind of played to the the narrative or the theme of each particular grand alliance. So, for example, best in order, you're going to get best in order if you manage to conserve the most number of victory points over the course of, of the course of the tournament. Base Chaos, if you generate the most number of victory points over the course of the tournament. Uh, death by, is... by victory points, you mean like... Yeah, kill sorry, points. kill points, yeah, kill points, sorry. So, so, I mean, to be honest, Eric will probably play on there with his blood first list to try it. Even yeah. if he's lost, he'll want to play the five turns to try and get as many kill points as he yeah, can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's still, it's still giving you something to play for. I mean, it, it is just a certificate, but it's still, you know... It's, well, it's, no, it's still it's, something. It's, it's bragging rights. What if Phil just says, no, um, you can have all 2,000 kill points. I've won the game. I want, uh, I want to go and sit there. But again, you still need to get the 1,000 points killed, 1,000 points. That's still worth points. And that's the only thing in Mark's pack that I still... Dis- that's the only thing I dislike now is the points for killing still, because I just... I just don't think it should matter anymore. I just, I dislike, because obviously you've played Mark, you've played Nurgle before, haven't you, Mark? So yeah, you know I, how hard it yeah. is for them to actually kill things uh, mm-hmm. or some other factions. Like against like Firestar, is not, you just can't take anything off. So they automatically normally get that two points just by the army they chose rather than, uh, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Well, 
I think I think that um that what sorry what was death and the the last two there I think I got you off. summoning based in death depends on your your summoning or how many units you've kind of brought back or based okay. on your wound count summoned per game and then best destruction is the, the most number of nine inch charges that you've made so I want to use death's one most wounds summoned I'm not gonna kill anything with this army <laughs> <laughs> so the feck so for feck because uh david jack's got feck hasn't he mm-hmm. um does that count for the ones he brings on at the beginning then rather than recycling yeah because so yeah. yeah, no, yeah. he can summon units if he uses the ghoul gas ability in that just by choice oh. what he takes on i think oh, well. be. we'll see J- jp's gonna win it anyway oh, jp's jp Listbot's gonna win you mean so oh, he's he's ruled out because he's got Legion of Grief, doesn't he? So he's technically banned. <laughs> yeah, he's, he can't win anything. So so Mike's having a real army. Mike, Mike's is good, but yeah, it's it's going to struggle. Maybe his opponent's kind to him here, but um, yeah, he's uh, standard in a standard tournament. If he'd have come against something something different, um, it'd have been a tricky one. Um, but we'll maybe pick our winners at the end. So, oh, here we go, Mr. Harper, um, the profane cult. Um, he's got the the Magister on disc, Fate Master, Zango Shaman. Who oh, takes three thirties of Carrick Acolytes? <laughs> You're a dirty, dirty man, John. Um, then he's got the six Enlightened on disc still, um, a Witchfire Coven. coven Arcanite Cabal, and then the Palisade, 2,000 points. Um, tell us about that one, folks. What do you think? It's just sure. a it's just a Carrick Rook. It's just it's just, <laughs> a, it's just a lot of shooting. So so this one, if I remember right, um, he's done. No, to be fair to him, I remember at the math. Uh, was it the Masters? It was when um, uh, Darren reviewed his list. Um, mm-hmm. for the masters and they were basically his uh, the witchfire coven allows his acolytes to shoot in the hero phase that's right isn't it yeah, yeah. and what he was doing before phase, yeah. yeah before he only had three tens so he was really not getting the bang for his booking in terms of that 160 points but what he's done is taken on board that suggestion and uh well I mean, you can't you can't say he's not done that. <laughs> he's got ninety of the buggers now. But you can't yeah. polish a turd. It's still, <laughs> it's still not a great choice. Yeah, it's not a great unit choice. John Harper's going to win the tournament. He's he's going to win. Prediction. There you go. <laughs> if John Harper <laughs> wins the tournament on camera, I will go shaft deep into a pot of water with one of my <laughs> Raphael eight four zero four brushes. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting the shaft right about it. Come on, John. We're all all fucking (laughs) behind you. Uh, Well, I I don't know, actually. I don't know if I want to see that. (laughs) One man, one part, or whatever it is. Uh, Okay, so, so yeah, John's... John's, I mean, the thing is, it's... it's, What does the Arcanite Cabal do? Does anyone know? Does that let drops? I think it does something for the. Don't they get to move? I think it's a move. Is it the Zangor, the a unit of acolytes, and 
Uh, yeah, well done. Can't be the acolytes. They're in the. Uh, or is, uh, is that not the wizards? The Arcanite Cabal one. Oh yeah, it's, uh, I think they get an extra spell within range of each other, don't they? Or plus one to cast within range okay. of each other. Something. I think it's like a Magister or. John. Scott's in amongst it. Scott's gonna back check. <laughs> Three to nine models in any combination chosen from the following list: Fate Master, Magister, in bold, and Zanger Shaman. Okay. Uh, after arms have been set up, before the first battle round begins, pick one friendly model up in this battalion. For the rest of the battle, each time you spend a destiny dice to replace a dice roll for that model, roll a dice. On a two plus, you can replace one of your remaining destiny dice with that roll. Hmm. So you get an extra destiny dice on a two plus. That's pretty good. By that model. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's only if that model. Yeah, so it's, you pick one model in that. Formation, then it's only for that model if they spend the dice. No, well, it's uh, still it's if you can use them right. I don't know how it works in that that list, but yeah, I'm sure. Uh, well, he's been practicing, hasn't he? he? So exciting times. He's we'll come back. With the army. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't want to play against it. I, I wouldn't mind. Ninety of them thing, and that's those Zangor Enlightened pack a punch. Um, if they go into you, and then having that many shots. If they go in the combat in the right order, I think that's the problem. They always want to go last, which unfortunately a lot of the things that want to fight now do too much damage to them before they actually get to hit. Mm -hmm. Okay, so John, you're a star. 132 wounds. Surely nothing can go wrong. And then we've got Kat. Um, so she's Reapers of Vengeance, Corn. Um, she's got a Wrath of Corn, Unfettered Fury, uh, Insensiate Rage, and Scarbrand. So four Thirster list with a Secretor, Slaughter Priest, two Tens of Reavers, 20 Bloodletters, Tyrants of Blood, an extra command point uh, for 107 wounds. So. What possibly could go wrong? I think she was playing this before. Mm-hmm. She was. She was. Yeah. 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 She, she played this at the Folly Old World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Similar. Or I think it was either her or David that was playing. Was yeah, it really much in the way of points changes to that faction, to Corn? Was there? No. Who no. she got game one? Alan Mandelson. Alan, yeah, he's got the beast herd, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, so she could have some fun. Make good game. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a lot of battle line, I think. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. He's got the, a lot the of... The problem with his battle line, for it doesn't really do anything. It just gets taken no. off by Bloodthirsters. Because yeah. she's going to be lower drops, I assume, unless he's the one drop. I wouldn't mind playing that game. I think that'd be a good fun game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, I think I think she's, she's been... Yeah, she has been playing that before. I remember at Bobo, we were talking to her um, on the Sunday night in the Spoons, back when Spoons was nice acceptable to well, go to. Yeah. That place to go to. Yeah, so no more, no more. Um, so we went, <laughs> not political, we went to a, we went there to a Spoons that I'd allegedly been to, but I couldn't remember was on a waterfront. And then we went there and, yeah, she was saying at that point that she wanted to play a four-thirds to list. Um, she do five now if she wants. Well, yeah, some, somebody's done five, haven't they? Yeah. We have, so we have a five first a list. But we'll talk about that in a moment. But no good luck to her. Um, 
uh, again, the the three. Well, it's twenty letters, I suppose. Um, so there is a bit of a bit of an anchor. Well, it's not not massive. Those reavers are going to fall apart like a. Well, they're not going to last long, are they? Anyway, then we get to one of our heroes, don't we? Andrew yeah. Stephen. So he's got a deep kin from Domain. He's got two Achillean kings. He's got ten thralls, uh, three Ishlian guard, three Morsar guard. So that's his battle line. And then he's got Alapex, 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 Alapex. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven Alapexes. That's a lot of sharks. He's not a hero. He's still got Morsar Guard in there. He's an absolute cunt. Deep cunt. I played this on. I played against his uh, list on on Sunday, and just seeing those eleven sharks just flying towards you, you think shit. I mean, they're not too but bad. They hit, for then they get combat when you go. Ah, oh, this is. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we only see more Sargard. <laughs> nah, they. If the shark riders had the same abilities, more Sargard riders, they'd be pretty good. What he's got an Achillean king, doesn't he? Yeah, he's got two. Yeah. Two. Yeah. So he doesn't have Volturnus as his general? No. So if those sharks were like a couple of MSU sharks and then a couple of units of maybe, I don't know, two or three sharks, yeah. and then in high tide buff them up with a couple of extra attacks, that's going to be pretty tasty. Lots of rent to attacks. Also, no there, there is ways to make it a bit better. All-mark charge. I think you do need the Scryer still for the all-mark charge. Just in case you get low, it also allows you to use them to jump over things. But well, he's gone. Cool. He's gone for a themed list here, a fun mm-hmm. list, hasn't he? That's not changing. That's not changing. A unit of guard, a unit of. He's got more sarcasm. The theme is that he wants to win. Mm. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> no. If all those three battle line were Ishlingard, it'd be totally fine. But because he's got one a bit of everything, he's he's too picky. He wants a bit of everything. He, he's having his cake and eating it too. Oh. <laughs> The army, the, the army list he's got, he could have, he could have refined it and kept uh, the theme. Yeah, he wanted I would, to get some more Sargard. Well, I'm with Nathan. I would have had two units of free sharks, and then the rest is MSU, and then have like the MSU ones at the front, like one in front of the other, so obviously they can only shoot them. And then you've got these oh, okay. two units of free that you could buff up. Oh, and that's king. like your big bitey, sharky bitey things with yeah. extra attacks and rend or whatever. Mm. Because if you charge if you charge an eight rind monster into the side of a unit, like they're gonna they need to clear that model before they can affect the rest of the battle. So having a couple of them is actually pretty cool, I think, for a hundred points. He would still, still have gun five hoppers, of them. Isn't it? He would still have five of them if he had yeah. two units of three. And like you say, but even a unit of three, because the, they only have to contact so small, three of them at the end of you a twenty four wound unit just tagging your unit, but they when they fight they're just gonna get to do all at once sort of thing is totally solid yeah two threes and five singles mm-hmm. and then you you buff because you've got two kings there can both kings buff no just one? the general which is oh, okay so he's so buff he up one Volturnus. of the threes if he takes Volturnus yeah. as well so he could drop the morsar guard to Ishlin, Ishlin. Yeah. which would give him enough points to buff up one of the kings to Volturnus, make that the general and then he can pick three units to get bonus attacks yeah. Okay. 
I mean, he used he used two of the sharks against a unit of Mortek card against me on Sunday, and it was just it really tag tag one shark at one corner and the other shark at the other corner. Yeah. And they tied them up for days. Yeah. Okay, then we come to to me. So this was not sober. Um, (laughs) So four dry, which I should never have taken, but um, he'd gone down in points, so I thought I would. Um, I had actually put him in as a normal vampire lord and zombie first, which is why I had the penumbral engine and whatnot, um, because I wanted to... I wanted to use the command points on that, but Prince of Ordre is there. Why not? Uh, he's got pinions. I've got my White King with Swift Form and Shard of Knight, so he's an extra minus one to hit from shooting, and he's a bit faster. Um, he's also in the uh, Death March, so he gets another plus four movement for that, so he's plus seven to his move. Um, so he's an 18-inch move. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, he's pretty tanky. Um, so he's on a flat three plus normally. Um, but then with the penumbral engine um, and Legion of Night, it, well, Legion of Night puts him to a two. The penumbral engine uh, is a, it's an obstruction, so it puts you to to a one. Or if he's on cover, it puts you to a one. Uh, you re-roll ones from the engine, or you're getting an extra command point, which you can re-roll ones with, so he's a bit tanky. And he's minus one to to be shot with Chardonnay, and he's minus one to be shot because he'll be with his, his mates. I've got 40 skellies, 10 skellies, 10 skellies, 5 black knights, 10 graveguard, 4 harbingers, and... Oh, and uh, a dreadblade harrow. Um, so I also rather... think you're 50 points under... Because I think your Morgasts are down as the wrong points then. Yeah, they're 190 now, mm-hmm. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 380. Oh, 380. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They've gone down. No, I, uh, I've, I've used the new points. That's why I got the Penumbral Engine in. Um, I just... I didn't want an extra drop. I wanted to keep it at that number of drops. So if you only uh, the one dragon? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, well, the, the Harbingers will come in an ambush and the harrow will teleport to wherever they're going to come in so they mm-hmm. get the re-roll charge the harrow is really nice for yeah uh, it's good for legion, legion knight. knight yeah he is um it he's saves also just good me- for any legion to be fair because he also gets to just summon on even when he is an ally because it's not him that uses the ability to bring things on yeah no he's good um, I think in the past I would have had things that had to go into reserve to come on with the Harbingers, mm-hmm. but having him and then also having that ability to teleport to uh, late game to maybe grab an objective or to teleport to a grave site to, to recycle a unit or whatever I'm doing, I think it'll help. Um, so yeah, it's not bad. It's it's pretty standard for me. Um, uh, the difference is I've got the penumbral engine just because I didn't want an extra drop and I've only got one caster in there with one spell. So there's no point in me having any endless spells. So I thought, why not take an engine? Um, on a, you, you roll the dice at the beginning of the battle on a, I think it's a four, five or six. Um, you generate in an extra command point per turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and on a one, two or three, you're rerolling ones. So I thought rather than just buy an extra command point and be under, I might as well take that and I'm probably going to generate a command point anyway. 
because you only need a hero, you don't need your general near it. So Maharo yeah. can, yeah. can be camped Set there. About it on it, yeah. Um, getting the command points and then teleporting to where he needs to go. So, I mean, it'll be a bit of fun. Um, it doesn't take much thinking for me because I've played it for a long time. Um, it's not going to beat a lot of these lists, but ah, I'll enjoy it. Why do you not take Manfred? Uh, well, I've got Man. Well, I know I feel a bit soiled actually. I feel a bit like uh, I feel because <laughs> with if you drop more around the Manfred. engine, you would actually fit in when you fit him and I'm playing Manfred game one as well. So it's like okay. it's like uh, rubbing salt in the wound. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Yeah. To be fair, um, though, you don't have Ross in here to remind you to ignore the first wound that you suffer. No. With the armor. I and I always forget <laughs> it. I do. I, I played it recently on that first battle report. Thankfully, I was on time lapse, so you couldn't hear me forgetting it all the way through. <laughs> and then in turn five, going, oh, I should have been just getting one off anyway. So, yeah, you know what? It's I'm quite like. a good ability. It's such a shame it that. It is. I just need a token that I put next to him. And then when he takes his first wound, I just take the token off each turn instead. It's not much. Well, so you just put a wound marker on him, and then yeah. you take it off him. Yeah. When he takes it. Aye. Anyway. But no, um, I won't set the world on fire, but I'll do all right, I think. I'll have fun. I'm only going to see people. Okay. Then we have um, uh, Captain Curry. Mr. Curry's back. He's got his, his Dirty Fire Slayers from Hermdar. He's got a Rune Father, Rune Master, Battlesmith, Rune Smiter, Rune Son, 20 Hearthguard, 10 Hearthguard, 10 Volkite, 10 Volkite, 10 Volkite, Lords of the Lodge, a Warrior Kin Band, and the Firewall. Seems a lot of wounds. I don't know. Is so I played, I played Andy last weekend, practice game, and he was playing... Uh, similar list, but he had two twenties of Hearthguard and one block of twenty Volkites, and then he had two units of three Endrin riggers as allies, as like kind of objective grabbers and flankers. And it was we were like talking it through, and we were, we actually talked a bit better part of Valor, and we <laughs> kind of established that he would really struggle on that mission because he, just, yeah, he, he only has the, the three units. Forward. Yeah. So we talked about splitting the two units, the twenty mana Volkites into even two tens, and then when he started looking at it, he was going, you know, there's this other formation that you can take with the Rune Sun and three units of tens, get drops down a little bit as well. So he changes his list, and then as soon as he changes his list, the missions get announced and better part of Valor's on it. So he's got a great army now to be able to play mm-hmm. this mission into a lot of people who have three units of battle line. Um who really can't play the mission in the standard way. So I think that it's an incredibly strong army. You'll 120 to... wounds in battle line is insane. Yeah. Like yeah. Why they went up to two wounds is still beyond me. Uh... I don't know. Two, two wounds is fine. They're meant to be tanky. I think the, the problem is that their offensive buffs in Hermdar are really strong. So you can get them re-rolling... I still think they're too survivable. Even armies are supposed to be more resilient than them. No, they're meant they're meant to be super resilient. I think that's the, in in their fluff. They're meant to be like a really resilient army, and that's why it was always a bit silly that they only had a five plus save 
and the the well, no, so Volk, Volkites had it the right way before when there were 20 or more models they had a four up when there were 10 or more it was a five up and then they only had a six up normal yeah because then it meant if the unit lost models it was actually starting to i like the army still looks small on the table even when they played with the three blocks of 20 it's it's not covering a lot of board space now that he's got the three units of 10 the amount of board space and denial space that you can get with the the 32 mil bases is pretty cool is it 40 mils no 32 mils 32s I mean. yeah I'd, if they're 40 know. they'd be insane I, I would I would even go as far to say that if he can get through JP, who cover his list uh, with his Legion of Grief, then I think um, I think that he could win the event. Looking at the missions, because focal I'd, I'd points like is a really good one. I'd like to play him. I want to play Andy. I've not played him in ages. I'd play him in Battle for the Paths. Yeah, well, he doesn't get any. <laughs> Battle for the Paths is actually not a bad mission for his army either. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's he's definitely one to watch out for at the event. Yeah. If I'd call it, I'd call it on him. He's, it's a tough tough nut to crack for sure. Like but you I'd say, like I think the problem with fire slayers they're just the same as what OBR were before, where they have all this defense and uh, damage output within the same uh, well lodge, isn't it, to them? You yeah. just have all this power coming from the exact same thing. They take the fight first. I think I can't remember who it was that said it. it might have been Mike, I think, was saying that the the active, activation wars are over and Fire Slayers have won it. Yeah. Because they seem to be the Well the Realm of Light's gone. The only yeah, thing the one army. most armies had of playing it was that. The Deepkins one turn per game. Fire Slayers do it in every turn for a command point, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they fight twice because if it's their turn, they're fighting, and then they're fighting again. Yeah, the unit in the formation can. can they they. should—they shouldn't get the fight twice, mm-hmm. or it shouldn't have been on Hearthguard Berserkers. But again, that's more a, a GW's problem than they're—they're they're never going to do anything about it until the huh? well, another year or two before they get a new book. Uh, well, okay. Moving on, we've got Daddy Pollock, my opponent, and another Legion of Night. And he's gone uh, the true Legion of Night General. He's gone with Manfred, um, double Necromancer, Prince Vordry, Vampire Lord on Zombie Dragon, 40 Chain Rasps, two Fives of Wolves, and an extra command point. This is pretty much exactly the list I took, not to the last one, but to, I think it might have been Fall of the Old World last year. And um, although I didn't have, 40 chain rasp I had 40 skeletons mm. um but yeah i it's yeah against me it's it's pretty good um so yeah we'll see i think it's his first time playing it though so how many units of battle he's got three he's got two mm. fives of wolves and 40 chain rasps see the so, armies that have like big units of battling but they only have three and their opponent only has three. I think yeah. those games are going to be really interesting. It, it is going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll see it. We'll see how this one goes. I'm hoping he just makes a mistake because it's his first time out with the army. <laughs> and if he does, I'll capitalise. <laughs> if he doesn't, um, yeah, I might be in a bit of trouble. Um, so we'll see. It depends what he deploys off the board. Um, I think I think that's going to be critical. But we'll see. 
Um, yeah, it's it's good. And he, to be honest, he deserves to win if he's taken Manfred in Legion of Night. And I deserve to get stomped. Right. You're on the uh, battle line of skeletons, isn't it? Yeah. Again, so Why great Legion of Night. Legion of Night, though, uh, I get the plus one to save. Yeah, in your house. So, so that's one thing that I'd recommend with Gary is that he's uh, he's not taking advantage of. No, yeah. Rasps. I wouldn't take rasps over skellies. No. Um, and the wolves as well. I'd. I mean, he's got the points there um, to go with a block of 40 and two tens of skeletons to get them on a a, a good resilient save. Um, I mean, he's got the speed from the wolves, I suppose, but... Not really, because you're playing Death March. Death March is by ch- far the best formation in that yeah. Legion book. Yeah, and five five wolves are never going to really shift another battle line unit off, off an object. Not in Death, no, because you won't kill it. I really caught with Neolaria. That's a great formation. But it isn't yeah. anymore due to the commands that point stacking. Because either Quartz Brooch is gone as well. And all the realm items yeah. that actually made yeah. the dragon survivable. Yeah, the Death March is, is the key one. Um, Death March is, is glorious. And I, I'll weep. I'll weep when when it's gone. And I'm sure it'll be gone. I don't think it'll be gone in the next book. I think because it's the only Death Rattle form they've got. Well, hopefully we keep Death Rattle. I hope it doesn't go the way of the Git mob. Anyway, um, I, I need to top up my ale. So can I uh, hand over to you, Daddy Smith, to take over Duke David Jackmarrow? No, because I'm not going to list up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. He's just painting his bloody army or something. Fle- flesh eater courts, though, Scott. <laughs> oh, right. You're good with this. I'm going to I'm gonna go and get some more ale. Won't be a minute. I'll find the list. Hold on. His list is quite interesting. I think he's got the royal family, and he's got three dragons, like with riders on the backs. He's got a zombie dragon and two terrorgeists. Right, Duke David Jack Marrow, Flesh Eater Courts, Gristle Gore, uh, Archregent with Dermal Robe and Spectral Spell. I'm not giving them the proper names because I'm I'm not saying them very well. So I'm I'm not doing the list justice here. He's got lovely um, themed names here. Uh, Go King on Terrorgeist, General obviously Savage Strike, Monstrous Vigor, and Gruesome Bite. So well, standard. The spell's a bit different, I suppose. But you're there's not really any point. Oh my, he's not got um. Where's the old uh, protection spell? He's not got that many words. Don't get double saves anymore. No, but it's still better than a six up, isn't it? But, Anyway, um, where are we? So that's uh, Terrorgeist. So another Gokey on Terrorgeist with a Gurish Moshard. That's the Grisselgore one that you always forget. Uh, Spectral Host, Gruesome Bite. A Gokey on Zombie Dragon with Monstrous Figure and Razor Clawed. The standard 10 ghouls, 10 ghouls, 10 ghouls. The Royal Family. Extra Command Point. 1990. 79 wounds. So, yes. Um, so you can. You can do a bit of summoning turn one. He's got a couple, but mind you, he's not got that. Not really. You can get, you can get his arch regent summoning for free. He's, he's not one to spend his CPs on uh, summoning early doors, is he? So you can bring on. Well, you can bring on twenty more ghouls if you wanted, but they're not going to count anymore, are they? So. In the mission he's playing, it's not really going to be that critical because uh, they don't count as battle line. 
being summoned on in the first game. Still use them to hold up a unit. Yeah. It's nice, nice big dragons. One, two, three king dragons. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's his main. Yep, three king dragons. Regent and king ghouls. The royal family, I can't remember what that formation actually does. I never used it myself. I'm not sure either. Um, I played against his old version of the list. I think JP had a bit of input with him playing so much Vic. He found a way for him to squeeze in what he was looking to squeeze in. And these went for this over the menagerie, not the menagerie, the ghoul patrol. Everybody. Royal used family to say. Uh, is one arch regent or ghoul king. On Royal Terrorgeist, are one Ghoul King and Zombie Dragon, and then two to six uh, Borrowing Ghoul Kings. When a friendly courtier within 10 inches of any Monosonous Battalion use a muster ability, you, may, you can roll one extra dice for the courtier when determining how many slay models the muster allows you to return. Usually, Does what this will muster? mean is seven dice instead of six. Does he have anything that can muster? Has he got a Vargo? Or... Not unless he summons them. Right, okay, yeah. But then it's Legion. not part of the thing, is it? Business list also illegal then, because it's not in bold, so it's... But again, the new books aren't in bold, that's a problem. Are they? I don't know. So if it's bold, abhorrent art region, then it's keyword. If it's, it's not, not bold, then it's not bold, so then it needs to be art region name of the War Scroll. Yes, unless unless that has been FAQ'd, though. I don't know. Follow and play it in shitty old books. It, it might not have been, though. Like, as I said, JP had a bit of input on this yeah. list, and so we know his pension. Yeah. Well, no, because the, the two to six at Boring Ghoul Kings would have to be on foot, not. If they're not bold, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's one regent or one Ghoul King on Terror Ghost or one Ghoul King on Zombie Dragon. Uh, a separate bullet point, two to six at Boring Ghoul Kings. None, none of that's bold. Yeah. So. Oh, spicy. Yeah. So he's. So in fact, there's only oh, one. Let, let's go to the TO for a ruling. Really <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, I think I'll have to get no back to the next one. I'll have to have a word. I'll have to have a look at the battle. I'll have to look at the the formation. <laughs> should let him. You should let him change his list, and then he'll pick something that can not get shot off by Cunning Rook. <laughs> I just doesn't play flesh eater court, so he just takes it yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go back. Does he still have his zine, or did he sell them yet? I don't know what he done with them. That's, he's selling strong cards, so. Probably gonna burn them in a bid to sacrifice them against me for convincing them to buy it, and then COVID happened. Oh well, fair play. It's a. Uh... It's not really fair play, though. Cheap bastard. Yeah, it's an illegal list. <laughs> it's the opposite of fair play. Well, this is it. Gamey. I'll look up the FAQ then. Right. Gamey Six Nations players for you. That's what happens. Right then. Again, you could also say it's what happens is when uh, David listens to other people because he got told, like you say, by Zinch from Nace and then JP goes, I'll play this list and it's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> David. David. You just need to buy a penumbral engine. All your problems <laughs> will be solved. You can okay. drop his royal family formation for a, a penumbral engine. Could do. Just do that. Just yeah, you, go. you could let him do that. 
You could uh, drop it for a triumph. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just as good. Okay, so talking about filth mongers uh, that are taking advice from from others, we've got JP next, haven't we? And he's taken the advice of his list bot by the looks of this. He hasn't. I'll not say who he's taken the advice of, but they were wrong. Go on then, Nathan. Talk us through it. I've not got the list in front of me either. I know what's in it. I know what's in it. Can I guess? I'll, I'll read it out. We've right. got a Dreadblade Harrow as the general. Um, this is Legion of Grief, by the way. Um we, we've, had com- we've had confirmation that it is legitimate uh, onslaught. We've then got Necromancer, Spirit Torment, Reitner the Grimhaler, 30 Rasps, 5 Wolves, 5 Wolves. I think he's copied Gary Pollock there. And then we've got 20 Blade Geist Revenants, 20 Blade Geist Revenants, 20 Dread Scythe Haridons, uh, 2 Chaingasts, 2 Chaingasts, and Geminids, which... JP, he's just, he's always so far left field, he's right. So, go on then. So, Haridin's got a bit of a points reduction, which makes them a bit more attractive points per wound um, to take in Legion of Grief. They can put out a decent amount of damage as well, but Legion of Grief just is a good allegiance. I would argue it's the best Legion uh, available at the moment. Um, I know that you would argue for Legion of Night, but I, I don't know. I just think the flexibility you can get from taking those Night Haunt units in as well is really, really good. Because the the great grave sites are really powerful. Yeah. And the uh, ability to return a dead unit is really powerful. And in the other legions, you can't make your Dreadblade Harrow your general, whereas in Legion of Grief. It's an ally, though. No, it's an ally. Oh, it's an ally, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So because it's an ally, it can't teleport and resurrect new units. No. Um, whereas in... It's still bringing it out of the grave site for that. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's... Um, I, I just think he, he's got a lot of play with it as well. It's definitely a thinking player's army. Um, it's not got the offensive power, the one-click power a lot of armies do, but he's never really been for that playstyle, even when he played Grisogore, he was never really playing it to table his opponents. I think he actually famously won games with Grisogore, having not really done a lot of damage. I think he'd normally like, sacrifice the dragons in order to win the mission. So I think that he'll do well, just purely based on the ability to resurrect dead units. And the, the Haridans are just there because they're, they're quite cheap. He can fit a unit of 20 in. If he had the points for 20 Blade Geist Revenants instead, he would probably take them because they're a little bit better. It's a shame Grimgast still have the yeah. such a high cost due to being... They'll come the, back down again now. Or maybe they'll get a different rule in the new book. But no, I think I think his list's pretty good. But it could have been better. He doesn't have a black coach. He didn't no. buy an extra command he, point. He either. could have had two. He could have had two black coaches or a corpse cart. I mean, yeah. really, he's just letting himself down. <laughs> so. He's also got Andy game one, which is going to be <laughs> hard as well. And that's it his is. own doing. He grudged Andy. So. And he's only got two fives of wolves and 30 chain rasps again. Yeah. So, it's yeah. an army for this deep strike across the table. It's There's a strategy there. 
There's definitely a strike. There's definitely yeah. a way that you can win that game, just because of the like all of those um, dreadblade, uh, the blade geist revenants can retreat and charge, so they're going to be able to hold up stuff and uh, jump over the back and get whatever unit's holding an objective at the back. They might not be able to capture it because they're not battle line, but they can stop the opponent holding the objective. Yeah, maybe long enough to win. Be- so. Yeah, because the, the you thing don't, with you don't hold it. Do yeah, it's not tag and go. Basically, no. you need to have the unit in range when you destroy it if you want to get any points from it. So that's something that Andy's going to have to constantly be thinking about because retreat and charge on a unit that flies and has an eight inch move that can then regenerate models from grave sites and such. So, I, I think it's definitely a game on that table. Yeah. It's probably the best game. If we were streaming, I'd want to stream that game, I think. Yeah, just because of the caliber of players as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, no, that's good to watch. Yeah. And he's got Geminids, which is actually quite good against Fire yeah. Slayers. Yeah, well, he's got... There's a big reason for that. There must be, because as you've said earlier, if he had an extra 60 points... It'd be going in for the blade geists, so those geminids are pretty critical. To you, need game you need the geminids. You need the ability have them. to make I'm people manage the Scots there because he needed yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. You need the because oh, the dread scythe harridans can be minus one hit as well if your opponent's bravery five or less. Obviously, Against... it doesn't happen often, but they're built in minus one bravery because yeah. of the legion of grief. Against berserkers, you want to reduce their attacks by one. Yeah. It's just yeah. a fifty percent reduction in their damage. Yeah, it's a shame but, that Blade Guys don't have two inch range. I think that's their their big loss because they're being thirty twos. They are very hard to get mm-hmm. a heap of them in combat unless you also want to be hit big in the face. Uh, Reknor is awesome because he's pretty much going to auto cast his spell. Yeah, you can get the you can get the Geminids off reliably. Night such a good a, such a good army. Those models it, are great. The it was an army that I was going to shift on to before Slanesh was legions because I had obviously all the death stuff from before but I just wasn't enjoying uh, obviously that's when we got pushed out of the last general's handbook and it just became almost unplayable for a little while just because oh your Grimgast didn't work yeah well just they, well, that list went up by what 180 points at least, yeah. Yeah. Again, it's it's things like them. I think legions are still suffering right now from the complaints of two years ago when obviously Nagash was big. But like you say, now the realm spells are gone. Is he much of a problem? As much? He's no, good we'll in OBR, uh, but is he as good now that he needs to know? Gone? Well, he needs to know all the spells in legions and Nagash as well, doesn't he? He does, yeah. That's, That's what he that, needs. Why that That'd make wasn't him an FAQ? Again, in this general's handbook, I don't understand why. Obviously, no. they've got him a book probably planned, but why make him really good in one army and then make him yeah. not worth 800 points? I think, points I think both he and Arkan should know all of Legion of... Well, Legion's and Agash spells. I think I think Arkan should choose one of them and he knows them all. Same with all the Mortarks. They yeah. should all be able to choose either... Was a Vampire... Well, uh, Necromancer or uh, Vampire and... Yeah. Get one or the other, and you get the whole lore. Because I don't understand why Nagash should know them all, but Nagash's biggest weakness was losing the ability to cast the Necromancer spell. That was yeah. the biggest loss. Yeah. Being able to auto cast that pretty much was. Aye. Probably still one of the best spells in the game as well. 
Okay, so moving on from the filth that is JP, uh, we're going to Ian. Now, Ian, who has, has startled and amazed us and, and made me fluffy and warm with his... Uh, <laughs> well, he had his beast herd, and then he went with the... What are them big Varangards? And he, he had four catapults that he didn't turn up with, I remember. Yeah, well, you know... But he's he's obviously had a lockdown project because he's gone over to the Maw Tribes and he's gone bold ahead. And he's got Frostlord on Stonehorn, Frostlord on Thundertusk, Husgard on Stonehorn, two Mornfang, two Mornfang, Thundertusk Beast Riders and Stonehorn Beast Riders. He's, he's shunned the old uh, uh, the battalions and whatnot, but he's bought an extra command point. But yeah, he's, he's he's jumped into the the destruction boat. So welcome. Not that I've been there for a while, but uh, yeah. So similar to a list I've played, but he's taken advantage of the points drops in Thunder Tusks to drop a unit of uh, Mornfang and take an extra Behemoth. He's think he's up to five now, isn't he? Yeah. 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 So um, it's. It's not bad. So I don't what think it's is, as good as the Stonehorn only list, but it gives him an extra model to play with. So what, what are his battle line? Uh, his uh, battle line are the Beast everything. Riders and the Mornfang. Okay. The heroes aren't everything yeah. other than the heroes. Yeah, is everything other than the heroes is. Okay. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Leaders that are also battle line. That's a <laughs> yeah. Textbook. Well, eighty-six wounds though. It's but the it's not really though. Balls. And the Stonehorns all have that extra 5 plus yeah, as well. Yeah. So the effective wins are a bit more. Thunder Tusks, he's, he's got Huskard on Thunder Tusks, doesn't he? Or is it Frostlord? The Frostlord. Frostlord. What, is that the General? No. No, the no. Frostlord okay. and Stonehorn. So I think there's a way that you can give the Frostlord on Stonehorn the prayers if you take a certain command trait, and he could have taken the one that lets him heal yeah. uh, models, which would have been pretty cool as well. Mm. Well, good luck, Ian. And then we're on to Eric. So our first other person from the North Isles. And Eric's gone with the Baleful Lords, Host of Chaos. He's corn. He's gone for a Bloodthirster of Insensiate Rage. Bloodthirster of Insensiate Rage. Bloodthirster of Unfettered Fury. Wrath of Corn Bloodthirster. Scarbrand. Five hounds, five hounds, five hounds in a blood host. So five thirsters. It's my favourite list of the event. It is pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get to see it tomorrow night. He's coming to uh he's coming here to fight um Spatch. Uh Spatch is bringing his Kipper list to go against the Thurster list for our nice. uh, <laughs> for our next um YouTube battle report. So so that should be good fun. And then bloody well, we haven't come on to Spad yet, but he's, he's he's leaving the kippers at home and bringing his non kipper list. So easier for a small box. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing this on the table. It'll be good fun. I think this was his drinking man's corn list. So we're going out on the Friday night, um, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to pushing models around. But three, has he got five... a six inch piling bloodthirster? Yeah, third fury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a not it's, a drinking man's. Army. It's a sh- it's a shame that he. I'm assuming he just has the Wrath of Corn one in it because he has a Wrath of Corn model. But I would have probably went for another 
and Sunset Rage. And Sunset Rage, yeah. What does the Rathacon give you in terms of the command nothing. ability, though? I think nothing it can give you rerolls, but you can get the rerolls elsewhere. It gives you reroll charges, which you don't do. You don't charge. Oh, you what do you need for the Blood Host? I'm pretty so sure you need the Blood Thirster. Oh, okay. Oh, no, in fact, if it's the battalion that has the dogs in it, in fact, I think the one that has the dogs no. in it is, uh, is the Unfettered Fury. Anyway. Mm. No, that's Wrath of Khan. Dogs win it. And we get the book, just a second. Yeah, get it, get it, get it. Because I think well, that, that isn't the Blood Host, arc, though. Yeah. That was the Blood Hunt. And it was oh, Wrath Blood of, Hunt. Yeah. That was Wrath of Khan. Um, or uh, that free-headed dog thing, plus three yeah. units of hounds. Blood Hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a Wrath of Khan he needs. So what's the Blood Host, though? Blood Host. Blood host. Uh, one bloodthirster and then seven or more units from bloodletters, bloodthirsters, bloodletter heroes, bloodcrushers, skull cannons, flashhounds, and then in combination. All right. So and you and that also gives you reroll charge rolls wholly within sixteen of a bloodthirster from this formation. Is that yeah. Formations. That one is it. Yeah, that's what the formation gives. And then the wrath of corn also gives the exact same effect. I think. Mm. So yeah, it's a bit of an odd one. What's well, it's probably just because that's the model he has. Uh, no, he didn't. That's the last one he bought. Yeah, so uh, you can start a comp phase if it, a friendly corn demon unit is holy within 16. Friendly models with, uh, with this command ability until the end of the phase, you reroll hit rolls for attacks made by that unit. That's mm-hmm. what the Wrath of Corn gives. Okay. But I don't think it's worth the 30 points more rather than just more incident rage. I think it's got that pretty good flail attack though, hasn't it? And it got quite a good... Um, it's got the best shooting attack. Yeah. The Inferred Fury also has yeah. the same, doesn't it? Or is no, it the, flail, it's, it's the whip. The whip, yeah. Lash of corn. Yeah. The lash of corn stops you retreating. It's pretty nasty. It is a nasty list. I think, uh, obviously, the first mission is going to be a challenge with just having three fives of flesh hounds. But... <laughs> it's not a challenge. Not really. If, who's he against? He's against Gale. <laughs> yeah, those flesh hounds aren't going to be there, are they? On turn two. If otherwise, if he was able to just line up five bloodthirsters across the middle of the board, a lot of armies can't get past it if they can't fly. I'm sorry, right? I know that we're being optimistic here, but I think that Phil is not only going to kill those flesh hounds, but he's also going to take at least three bloodthirsters off the table as well. Turn one. So, so what sort of mood Phil's in, I suppose? <laughs> yeah. If that does happen in the in these games, I think that the, the the people playing should just roll out another mission and play that so that they can have some fun. Like that's what it's all about. At the end it's of not the getting day. fun getting shot off two games in a row. No. I but don't I, play a different mission. Yeah, so. I don't think the mission will even stop that for I think that's just like you say, that is where an army that relies on combat that doesn't have enough range to reach turn one versus an army that can shoot from a distance where it's not going to get hit. Yeah. Because oh. if you take out the Unfettered Fury, then it can't uh, you can't, it can't reach you on a charge because it only moves 10. That's 22 inches, which is shorter year 24 for your big guns that you want to wound things down with. Yeah. Damn shame. Sorry, well, Harry. You've got two other games to play that. Yeah, so. it's okay. You can play me or Spadge game two or three. It always happens. Um, so, yeah, he's playing against Spadge, as I say, um, and they're playing Focal Points as their warm-up game. So we'll see how that works. Anyway, 
Um, next, we've got Alan. Alan Mandelson with Beasts. He's gone from Ulgu for the fluff, and it's the Dark Walkers. So we've got the Doom Bull with the cloak. Uh, we've got a Great Bray Shaman. Uh, we've got another Great Bray Shaman. Two tens of Bestigors. Six Bulgors. Ten Gors. Ten Gors. Ten Ungors. Forty Ungor ra- Raiders. A Gorgon. A Chimera. And it's a Desolating Beast Herd. He's got an extra command point, and he's got the big Wildfire Taurus. I'm not sure... Why anything does? There's a battle line. No, no, no. Um... Uh, just a second. Are, the... Oh, it's all of them except the Bulgors, is it? No. Uh... I don't know what's back. I've absolutely the best no Bestigor are battle line. The Bulgors are battle line. The Gors are battle line. No, the, uh, the Bestigor aren't battle line. Uh, the general just... has to be a Beast Lord or Great Bray Shaman. So it must be the Bulgors, the Gors, the Gors, the Ungors, and the Ungor Raiders. Mm, Ungor Raiders aren't either. Is 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 uh Bray Shaman is a general. I thought he's Doombull was. No, no. no. no oh well then he's Doombull's arm battle line then. Okay. Or he's Bulgor sorry arm battle line. Yeah. So right, so two best of goes, yeah, goes, 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 I was going to say, some of the lists that have been submitted are pretty poor. They're all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Surprises me, given how good our community is at submitting lists. Oh, come on. You've never received lists. <laughs> no, Holy <I'm> shit. <laughs> this is good compared to some of the filth. Yeah, as much as it is, I, I might be on the harsher side. I would just dock people if they didn't put in the format I, required, I asked. Alan, it's not even, it's not even take it, Alan. Like, why should don't I listen. spend my time? <laughs> don't listen to him. He's grumpy. He's having to pay KO still. I'm honestly, I'm honestly not joking. Like, submitting a legal list is probably one of the easiest things ever. Sorry to say, David, but again, that's if you submit just... an illegal list, you should have to go uh, shaft deep into <laughs> a pot before you go to your table. <laughs> oh, Scott, you've missed this chat. You've missed the chat about... Here, uh, I think. Or... I think he oh, he was, he was. Came. Yeah, sorry. He Scott. literally just came for your oh. pot talk. Oh, sorry. Getting old. My brain isn't what it once was. There you go. You talk about the best army for battle line. It's uh, Cities of Sigmar. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine genetic battle line. Jesus. Just so anyway, the, the old goo, uh, Dark Walkers, they can, they can ambush on board edge. Quarters. Yeah, they're gonna come at you. They they're against cat, I think. They're against uh, the fourth. The fourth is. So. Alan this... knows what you do with the with the beasts. He's... Yeah. You've played them before, haven't you, Scott? Yeah, that's when he was uh, drunk. Centigore running at me, turn one. And... Yeah, you played him game one, didn't you? Oh, Centigore was so good. Killed oh. yeah. March Regent, ruined my dreams. Turn one, yeah. turn two. I th- I think against that corn list, um, these have got a good shot with all those, all that yeah. battle. I think he'll I would do say it. he's favoured, yeah. Yeah, good luck. So we're back to more tribes. We've got Rich Payne. Rich Payne's back. He resurfaces every now and again and smashes stuff up. He's gone under guts this time though, and I wondered 
until I got to the very bottom of this list why he'd gone under guts because there were no lead belchers. But he's gone Frost Lord on Stonehorn, uh, Slaughtermaster. Well, that's it for the heroes, but yeah. Then he's got three Stonehorn Beast Riders for Battle Line, and then two Frost Sabres. Then he's got four Iron Blasters. That's why he's gone under guts. Yeah. So, yeah. This is his trademark Blood and Thunder TM list that he's been pushing about for a while. You've played it a couple of times, haven't you, Scott? Yeah, yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's pretty scary. It's all. It's very chunky. It does a lot of impact hits, um, shooting you twice on the way in as well. So, if the dice, if if rich dice work, which they tend to, um, it can do a lot of damage to you. Um, rich is all about the efficiency, so it's all very simple. There's, there's very few sort of se- separate moving parts, you know. Um, it's all about just getting up in your grill. So, and who's he got game one? He's got the other Maw Tribes. He's got um, Ian. Ian, yeah, it's going to be an interesting game because Ian has the Thunder Tusks that can reach out a little, but I think uh, Rich pips him on the the range. So, like, there's going to be a bit of uh, come and go before they they need to engage, but. I think that's going to be an interesting one as well because Rich only has the three battle line and I'm pretty sure uh, Ian has four. From memory, he's got two Beast Riders yeah, he's got of, um, and two Mornfang. Yeah. So he's got the advantage on it, but it's an advantage that could be quickly sorted out with some Iron Blast in turn one. Because yeah. they, they can do a decent amount of damage if they spike. D6, yeah. I think they get Twice as many shots, don't they? Yeah, if he gets the spell going and the yeah, um, yeah, everything. But he's got blubber gut stench as the spell, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that gives uh, the four. Uh, it the gives, four yeah things the, the, the ability to charge. And, yeah, so it's yeah. a lot of impact mortal wounds. Yeah, basically the huge rhinoceros. Yeah, oh, they are. I was. That's what I was saying. Um. They're on the same size base as the Thundertoss got yeah. on. I couldn't believe that when I uh, I bought the bases to rebase my scrap launcher. And yeah. I was like, holy. They take up a lot of space. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, I think that's one of the stronger uh, destruction lists, to be honest. Uh, then we've got Josh with Morkorn, Skull Fiends, uh, Insensiate Rage, Thurster. Doombull, Slot Priest, Slot Priest, oh no, Slot Priest, Slot Priest, Blood Secretor. God, I, I look at this and I, I pity poor Josh. Battle line, <laughs> three times ten gores. <laughs> Over <laughs> units. Best of gores, bull gores, core graph, core graph, two core graph, and it's brass spoils. Got... Round one? Sure. Harper. Oh, Harper. He's got Harper. Yeah, he's uh, those 30 gores <laughs> are not going to last against those 90 acolytes. See, the thing is, is the acolytes need to get within 18 inches to shoot. Yeah. And what other battle line does John have? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, so if he doesn't want to hold all three of his own objectives, then he's going to need to leave one of them to then shoot off. No, no. Yeah. Because you can just spread them out. No, only one unit can hold one no. objective, isn't it? Yeah. It's not. No, yeah. it is. It's, it's one, one unit. Yeah. Is. Is yeah. it? 
accomplished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, again, I don't understand why they do the same for Battle for the Pass because Battle for the Pass is annoying. It's oh, not I, the I'll same be... wording. Um, as, is it yeah, it's definitely the the one only one unit can hold one objective. Oh, okay. Yeah. That that changes the way I'm going to play. Them. <laughs> <laughs> so we well, should hope you didn't make a mistake. <laughs> Well, thanks for telling me. This is why we do this. It's this, this is <laughs> why I go for a one event because I get to chat with you beforehand. <laughs> All right. No. Good luck, Josh. Paul. Oh, here we go. It's the bazooka. <laughs> oh, the bazooka from Domain. It's go on. Man. Go on. Go on, Nathan. Talk us through this because you're the you're the fish man. So from memory. He has an Achillean King, Soul Scryer, and then he has Morsar, 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 and Aether Wings times three? Is that right? He's got six Morsar, and then he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven threes, and then he's got two threes of Aether Wing. Yeah. So it's just the, it's very similar to the list that uh, Luke Morton was playing last year and um, one I took to Masters as well and the lists just evolved with the points decreases that they keep getting so Aether Wings came down 10 points the King came down 10 points so he was able to squeeze in an extra unit of Aether Wings versus what he already had in the army the only redundancies dropped from the old version is he's only got the one Soul Scryer. So he's only mm. got the plus three to charge and he can only take two units off the table with him. So he's got less options that way. But I think that'll be good for him. I think he'll develop his play a bit better because I don't think you should have been putting much off the table to begin with anyway. You should be putting it on the table and have pieces that can move turn one. But it's just ridiculous. It's just such a strong army into the shooting meta as well. And you've got that MSU eels, so you don't even want to do the damage turn one and two. You just want to pepper your opponent and harry them, herd them like sheep. And then when they're all kind of pinned in combat with a little unit of three eels and it gets to high tide, you just go in with plus three or four attacks on a couple of units and just delete the army. Um, Shock them at the same time. Yeah. So, so tell me about the two units of three Aether Wings. So it's, again, um, protects you against shooting. So you can't target a unit of uh, a, a Deepkin unit if it's them. not the closest unit. Yeah. So even though they're allies and they're not Deepkin, if they're in front of a unit of Deepkin, then there's a unit that's closer and therefore the Deepkin can't be shot. So it's a little cheap, fast unit that can Fly get in the way of well. some shooting. Yeah, they fly. They can grab objectives. Um, they're they're really good. Like if you could find a way to get three units in, I would probably recommend taking the three units. It's mm-hmm. good. But I would have also taken Volturnus as well. So my version of the list would have looked a bit different because he's only got the Achillean King, doesn't he? So he's mm-hmm. only going to be able to pick one unit per command point. It's not. Absolutely necessary, but the big thing about the uh, Volturnus is that he gives a plus one bravery bubble as well. So they're still only bravery six, those eels. So they do suffer to battle shock. So um, would you be tempted to drop three of those Morthar Guard for Volturnus and an extra three Aether Wings? Yeah, potentially. So, so yeah, I would drop them to Ishlin. I would drop, if it was me, I would drop two units to Ishlin, which gives you 60 points. 
Take extra unit ether wings, then take the king as the Tornos. Yeah. The Echelon are good because they're immune to rend, which also protects you against all the shooting. Because most yeah. shooting has rend. Like, like two or three, that's good. There's loads of ways that you can play the list, but ultimately it is. They, they all play the same. It's the, the MSU nature of the army just protects you versus combat armies and shooting armies. You've got the speed. Turn four, you can retreat and charge as well. So you've got that late game potential to go and steal objectives in the backfield. In mission number one, every single unit of eels is battle line as well. So he's going to need to play with less pieces on the table because he's going to need to leave a couple of units back to capture those objectives. He's still really losing three units. It's close quarters If you do it right, so it's all you do to do it right is burn your objectives turn two and then turn three into high tide, you just jump their objectives. Yeah. I, I'd hate to play... I, I wouldn't stand a chance against that in game one. Not a lot of armies because will just due those to... Units are three, armies well, those spread. units are three... I mean, those those of us that have taken just three battle line, granted I've got one anchor, but having two tens of skeletons, all he has to do is throw a couple of units of eels into those two ske- tens of skeletons. He'll take those objectives, no worries. There's a big difference between playing against a deep player and playing against a deep player that's at practice and knows what they're doing as well, because it is incredibly difficult to screen off something yeah. against those eels, especially when exactly. they're only unit of three. They yeah. just... They just penetrate you like a shaft into a bottle of pa- a pot of paint. Yeah. Like they just get right in about it. Necron glow. Yeah. <laughs> right up to the ferrule. Yeah. As much as we talk about them, for like, they're again, they're one of these hard armies that Eel's you can't get just fix you. with points. I don't think you can just fix them with points. Well, all we need to do is for Nathan to publicly state that he's going back on the eels, and we know within nerf, six months yeah. they'll be nerfed. <laughs> I just need to buy the army, that's what I need to... Yeah, just invest some cash in yeah. some eels and do us all a favour. I've got Rich's deep in here, I'll maybe start posting some photographs, get yeah. Yeah. Ben Johnson on the phone, like... Yeah. He'll see go back it's... into the office and nerf Deacon fast. Yeah, he's heard your chat, he's going to sort it out. Okay, so moving on from the filth that is the bazooka, we're on to the, the cuddly Johnny Ford with his iron jaws. Uh, so he's gone with the Megaboss on Maw Crusher. Um, he's gone with a War Chanter, a War Chanter, a Weird Knob, um, Shaman. And then he's got uh, 10 Hard Boys, 10 Hard Boys, 10 Hard Boys, 3 Gorgrunters, 10 Brutes, and an Iron Fist. So I'm sure you'll have played this as well, won't you, Nathan? Yeah, I've uh, played Johnny many a time. So I've uh, played with a Johnny many a times. So. I have with Johnny. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it, it's he's been on Iron Jaws now for over three years, I think. Yeah, he knows this shit. Been on them all the time. Um, I think he's enjoying the Borklands book as well. And he's gone with the weird, he's gone with Weirden as well. Yeah, your previous advice. <laughs> no, I, I think I think Weirden is probably the smarter option now. When you've got things like Croak and Techless and Machine Gun Nagash, you probably you probably want the Weirden. He, I've played against his list a few times with Godrak as well, and it is scary. Uh, you can give Godrak a mount trait as well, so you can give him Weirden, which gives him a bit of protection. But the list he's got 
it's tried and tested, does what it does uh, very well. And uh, he's been messaging me a bit of filth as well, so I'm not giving away his, his tricks. <laughs> but if he tells you that he can do something, just take it gospel because I told him he can do it. It's definitely a, it's definitely a tricksy army when you get experienced with it. And there's quite a few things you can do with that commandability on the mega bosses that lets you uh, move in the hero phase, charge in the hero phase, um, fight in the hero phase as well. A lot of people forget that they've got the ability to do that with the Iron Fist and the uh, mega boss. But one, I'll, I'll give away one trick. Johnny, don't hate me. But I think we've talked about it before on the podcast, but you can charge in the hero phase and, and then I'm you can in. retreat. Yeah. And because you've charged earlier that turn, you can then pile in. So if you're fighting against something that has always strikes first or makes you fight last, if you charge in the hero phase and then retreat in the movement phase, then you can control the activations. You can negate their ability to fight first and uh, you can pick and choose the order of your combats a bit better as well uh, by protecting the unit because it's 3.1 inches away from an enemy. So there's loads of uh, loads of play in the army as well. It's really really good. Yeah. No, oh, sounds good. It'd be good to see Johnny do well. well he's, he's playing me first, so. Oh well. Oh sorry. Oh, shit! I really shouldn't have given him his tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. He'll forget by tomorrow. He's 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 balls deep in Hazy Jane right now. <laughs> Poor Jane. Does he scale them? <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so on to the KO. We've got Phil. Uh, he's got Zulfin. Uh, he's got a chemist. He's got a, an entrance master on a, with a harness. God, that's got cheap. 100 points. Holy. Yeah. Then we've got... You can say that for everything. Yeah. Oh, that's half. also cheap. Everything went there. Yeah, everything's gone so far. Down. We're Akinot's 140 at one point. No, they they were 90 oh. in the new book as well. Uh, since no, I mean changed. I mean a long time back. Anyway, yeah, they were 120. Yeah, but Akinot's 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 all tens. Their battle line. Then we've got frigate, frigate, frigate battle line. Then we've got a gun hauler, and we've got an ironclad. So it's an Iron Sky Attack Squadron with a Wart Lightning. Oh, come on, Phil. Put the Skaven <laughs> home. He's got the bloody spell in a bottle and he's gone with the bloody Lightning Vortex. You're a bad egg, Phil. Yeah. Well Can you done. see why he's going to table all those Bloodthirsters? Holy shit. It's a good thing they can fly, right? Ten inches. Oh. Well, they won't have to have taken like 2d6 small wounds. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, he's got the formation that lets you... I believe it lets you disembark the Arcanauts after you fly high, or it lets you do something with the, the disembark rule for the Arcanauts. So I think the formation is uh, zero or one, one to three frigates, or maybe it's like two to three frigates or something, and one unit of Arcanauts per frigate is like the restriction on the, the formation. So you can do some capturing of objective shenanigans, I think, with the, the Arcanauts, which is about all they're good for now. But no, it's just got a lot of Sky Cannons. Sky Cannons are great. And he's in Zifflin as well, so I think he gets some rerolls. Uh, Zifflin, if you choose to run a unit, it just auto-advances six as well, so he doesn't need to spend command points for it. They just auto-advance six. And that, that's not just the... 
the airships, that's any unit as well. So if he's got the Arconauts on the ground, they can just move 10 inches if he wants. It's pretty Probably good. Fair. Yeah. They're oh, just really, no. really, they're really, really good at the game right now. Phil's just an excellent player. That's the only reason he's going to he win is. games. It's got nothing to do with the points costs of his, his army. <laughs> look, 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 Phil's an RETC team. Phil, Phil's up there. He's no, good. Phil, Phil, is, Phil is a really good player. He plays really tight. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not shitting on him. Phil is a really good player. And an army like this in the hand. We're going to do it. Up. I'm telling you, we're going to do it between us. We're going we're gonna to do it you. in spite of you, Stuart. We, we're going to knock you off your pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> well, last place. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm the curse. I've told you I'm the curse of the Six Nations team. It's get progressively worse since I joined Six Nations. First year, my dad almost had a heart attack and had to leave game four. And then we came last in Wales, and then there was a global pandemic the third year. It's just progressively got worse. <laughs> really, you need to just step yeah. back. Next year, I think, I don't know, it's gonna, I don't want to say anything because Peter Pratt will ban me. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Okay, so moving on from Phil, we've got um, uh, Mr. Nemeth. We've got David. Um, now, I'm going to ask a question here. It says Loki, but spelt Loke after his name on TTO. And I see that every now and again when he's on things. Is Is that what he likes to be called? I think so. It's, it's, it's just a trickster. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's his. Uh, it's his. Is that his nickname? It's his um, safe word. Okay. <laughs> so so, <laughs> David, um, is bringing the the harvest boon from Sylvaneth again. Um, well, is definitely going to be cursing the um the FAQ from today. Um, he's got a Lariel with the ability to summon on non-capturing dryads uh, for game one at least then he's got triple Durthu, which is well glorious he's got a branch wraith and then he's got five tree revenants and three fives of spites with the outcasts and the spite swarm so he's going for the with the spite swarm he's going for the pluses to charge um, and try to get the Durthu and things in I'm not too sure what harvest boon does nowadays um is this and, not rich hudspeth's list i think he has a habit of copying some of these lists that he's played at previous yeah event. yeah it's very rich I, I think it is riches. It? Oh, yeah. it's very similar to riches mm-hmm. um i think that that seek new fruit fruit command trait allows that dearth to it's either retreat and charge or it's another uh, one after he attacks. He ret- he yeah, he can back. retreat yeah. after attacking. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's going to do a lot of damage. I mean, David likes to do a lot of wounds, doesn't he? Um, I think uh, in I've never played played David, but um, from from seeing games, I think he he does like to to smash cause carnage. Yeah, smash stuff. So he's uh he's obviously the triple Durthu is gonna scratch that itch, and then a Lariel as well. So th- there's definitely things there. It's just those just having twenty troops, um twenty more wounds. than some. Yeah. At least they can't be hit if he doesn't want them to be by shooting. Yeah, yeah, they'll be in a wood. But no, I mean it's 
it's got its stuff. It's only 77 wounds, but again, it can summon in um, 10 Dryads a turn from the, the Branch Wraith, all being well. And then Alariel can pull stuff in as well. So I'm sure David's got options because uh, he, he has a, a prolific or a very attractive collection of painted models. So, yeah, I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll have a box full of uh, swag to pull out. Well, yeah. So, Spadge is next. Unless any more chat on Sylvaneth. Just needs a new book. Yeah. They've just had one. They're fine. They're really not, for. Oh, I don't know. They're okay. I think they're all right. I don't think they need to be top of the tree. We can't all be top. I don't think top of the tree, but... Got a few bombs. (laughs) <laughs> less builds than they did prior. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I think they're okay. Um, there you go. Like, Morsar Guard can be battling. Why can't Colonel Hunters be battling? Yeah. This is actually probably an argument for me with the game is why why are Morsar Guard allowed to be battling, which is like an elite infantry unit uh, to most, but why can't, like, Paladins be battling for Stormcasts or... Uh, Drag off and things like that, or plague drones. Yeah, I'm sure they should if you that... take a certain storm chamber, a certain chamber or something. Why can't black knights be battling? Well, they can in death rattle. Yeah, if, but... you, if you go with death rattle allegiance, they are. Yeah, that's not a thing. You're not allowed to play death rattle allegiance. Are you not? No, because it doesn't have an allegiance ability. Uh, the, that was a picture I just sent in, in our group. Was that if something? Has an allegiance ability, uh, allegiance table. Uh, you have to use it over using. Does it not say that in the GHB still though that them and Graveguard are battle line in death rattle? You think you're not still a thing? Oh yeah, no. Graveguard are in Grand Host, aren't they? Is Black yeah. Knight not still battle lining? I haven't got my book with me. My book's upstairs. Has no. anyone got a book? Black Knights are not. Well, line in any form anymore. Oh man. Which again, like why it's uh sometimes. Fair enough. Okay, so Spadge Spadge is next. Uh Slanesh Ulgu. Um Faultless Blade Pretenders host from the hosts of Chaos. Epitome. Um uh, Vice Leader and Enraptious. 30, 30, 30 demonettes and two exalted chariots. And then we've got Epicurean Revelers. I've played this before, so... Um, Epicurean Revelers is quite a good formation. Yeah. Um, Makes a lot, demonettes a lot good. of battle line. Yeah, a lot of battle line. Um, they do a lot of damage if they hit you. Yeah. I think they're so fragile. Well, it's the same with the, the characters. Um yeah, except keepers. I don't think anything else is really. Yeah, I think in this list, um, it, that's the challenge, the the big punch from the characters. But um, I think if it's played well and he knows it well, so I think has he got, has he got? Oh, he's got David first, hasn't he? He's against Mister Nemeth first. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's gonna lose a lot of demonets to. 
tree, some durfus. Yeah, but he's got he's got ninety of them though. So yeah. Um. So quick look. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he can do it. He keeps his eye on the ball. So just looking down, one, two, three, four, five, five more to go. Uh, I know that we're dragging on, so don't As worry. Are choosing to read all the lists was maybe not the best option? I know. Normally we don't, but I just thought it's a small event. We'll go through them, but hell's bells. It does take a while. And I've drunk a, a considerable amount of Brewdog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, good luck to Spadge. I'm, I'm sure we'll meet. He'll either play me or Eric at one point in the game, in the day. Uh, Kev, uh, the first of the Abedonians with the Bungrins, uh, Savage Big Boss, Wardock, Wurgog Prophet, 20 Savage Orc Arrow Boys, 20 Arrow Boys, 5 Boar Boy Maniacs, 8 Stabbers, Rogue, I- Rogue Idol, good man, Cunning Rock. I don't know much about Bone Splitters. Rock, rock's good. Yeah. I'll get into shoot. Decent Quite shooting, and you, you cannot know, retreat from anything in the army. Mm-hmm. It's just the big thing. Eight stabbers is good. Good defense. No, it's uh, good. I've, I've put... played against a version of his list, but I don't think I've played against this one. But again, that was before GHB. So. Yeah, Cunning Rock's been good for years. Cunning Rock's a lot. It, it has taken its. It's not a hit, but it did get. It's teeth taken away a bit from obviously having the big unit of 30. They decided it would be a 20 in the formation, but they're great. Yeah. A uh, lot of bodies. Uh, take a lot of hits to actually to get through them. Do you think it's he'll fun. be the highest placed Apodonian? It just matters on how he does. Again, who's who's he got game one? He's got David Jack. Oh. So he's probably taking David Jack off. Yeah. But Jack again, off. he only has three units of battle line himself, so hmm. it's matters on if uh, David can get a. It matters on if Kev deploys silly or not, doesn't it? I think Kev's higher. Oh, drop. game one. Game one. Kev's normally on the ball. He's focused. He knows his stuff. He mm, not last <laughs> when he plays I, uh, I, Andy Curry. <laughs> uh, and things like that. He, again, it just matters on how on it Kev is because he's not even got a GHB yet. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. I keep seeing that in the messages. Ah, good on you, Kev. Okay, we're powering through. This is good because the next two you can tell us all about. Nathan, you're next. What's on my list again? Right. Vernon Lord Corrupter, Fate Weaver, no, Kairos, sorry, uh, Bellicor, 30 Plague Bearers, uh, 10 Pinks, 10 Demonettes, 6 Kadai, Fireborn, Palisade, Geminid, Spell Portal. Yeah, cool. Uh, what made next. you take Demonettes then? Is it just that's what you had? No, I actually only got them delivered last two days ago. <laughs> Demonettes are the best battle line option at 110 points in my opinion, for Legion, anyway. The Plague Bearers get access to the 5-up Ignore anyway, but they're pretty slow. 
Yeah. Um, I can give the Demonettes a five up if they're close enough to the general. Run and charge. And they get run and charge, and they're fast. They do more damage than big bears. They're just good. They've got loads of stuff. But my army is a start for my 40k demon army as well. And I want some demonettes and keepers and stuff for my 40k army. So I figured it'd be good to start the ball rolling with that as well. But yeah, no, my army just does whatever it says on the war scroll. Um, it's fairly simple, yet complex as well. Kairos is shenanigans, Bellicor shenanigans. So I played against Andy, and you can like he char he ran and charged his uh, berserkers. And I think he rolled like a seven inch charge and only needed like a five, and I just changed one of the other dice to a one with Kairos to make him fail his charge. And then in the next turn, I remembered that I had affected them with Bellicor. So then he had two turns of Bellicor, not letting that unit do anything as well. So there's a lot of good control in the army. Geminids as well, Palisades to block. Kairos can cast a Vermin Lord spell. It's good. Loads of, loads of fun. It's a nice family-friendly army. <laughs> no, it should be interesting to see. We've already spoke about Bellicor and what he does. So yep. yeah, he's I got eyes. He's got eyes, and the rest of the army. He's got he's got eyes, eyes on everything. Yeah. And who've you got first? I've got Grant. <laughs> With all his battle line, the most wounds in the event as well. It's gonna be. I'm gonna need to play a skin, I think, in that game to win it. But ah, uh, but you know your game. You'll yep. be all right. We'll see does. Okay, so Scott, mm. it's you, sir. Do you know your list, or do you want me to read it? <laughs> well, you read it. Still in front. Okay. So, <laughs> you've Petrifex, Leash Cavalos, yeah. uh, Soul Mason, Soul Reaper, 20 Mortec Guard, 10 Mortec Guard, 5 Death Riders, 6 Stalkers, 3 Stalkers, 2 Crawlers, and a Bone Tithe Shrieker. That's the endless spell, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, I've, I've played a few games of the uh, OBR over the last wee while, um, and I have never used a crawler yet. So, the last couple of games I've played, I used 20 Mortec times two and 10 Riders, 10 Death Riders, which was great. Just launching them forward, and they're great fun. But then, and I had Arcan as well, so I used to add Arcan and the Bone Shaper, so it's actually a pretty different list, to be honest, and uh, a unit of six Stalkers. And stalkers are great fun, I love them. Um, they're just so killy. If you get them in, they're brutal. Um, and with the and with the Shrieker spell as well, it's um, if you get that set up in the middle of the board, it's, uh, it's a nice bubble around it. Anything that's within 12 of it, it's not wholly within it, so within... I get plus one to hit versus, so it can affect a whole bunch of stuff in the middle of the board if you're if you're closing in. Um, so then you get stuff hitting on twos like the, the stalkers um, and the mortec and the death riders. So it's so it's, it's a great spell, only thirty points as well, so it's really good. Um, and only I get to move it as well because it's soulbound, so it's it makes it makes the caster minus one to cast, but it's it's stuck to him. Um, obviously, you can still dispel it, and it's cast it is cast quite easily on a five. Um, so you can just spell it quite easily. So I love the shaker. Um, uh, and after the Petrifex change, 
I was like, no, 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 Arcane. I was never very good with Arcane anyway. I'm not good at kind of protecting medium to large characters unless they're, you know, unless they're offensive, which he's not. Yeah, he's okay, but he's not He's not a terror geist or anything like that. Um, so I decided to change that, and I was speaking to JP, so I said, well, why are you running Arcane? Why don't I just run more more stuff? I was like, yeah, okay. Um, so I was looking at, I was actually looking at three times six stalkers at one point in the, for the point reduction, but I thought, oh, that's silly. <laughs> I need to buy like <laughs> you know, nine. <laughs> stupid to look. No, no, calm down, calm down. Just go and buy another crawler. <laughs> um, so I haven't used crawlers yet. Obviously, they're you know, they're, they're good. Um, so, but I haven't actually fired one in angry yet, so we'll see how that goes. Um, the six and the three stalkers, I'll, I'll have fun with that, pushing them forward. Um, you know, there's there's still offensive bite in there. I'd rather have ten horses than five, obviously, but I wanted some more stalkers. That was the kind of that was the push here. Um I could have gone the unit of six and had five more stalkers. Sorry, five more fighters. Um but that's that's really it. So at the and the and the Soul Reaper, he was one twenty. I was hoping for a bone shaper, the regen. Um but he that was ten points over. So I went for the Soul Reaper. He's he's still a wizard. Um he can still cast the empower weapons spell but he's he's a bit more fighty but he's got no regen so. so that's it really um you know the masons the soul mason's good if you get him he can get doodle once to hit it's kind of bubble spell um you can machine gun that out if you're lucky a few units so you know it it might do okay it, the battle line's pretty good um yeah i don't know we'll see so so here's the big question we're recording and it's quite late now on Tuesday night. Um, so you've got what Wednesday night, Thursday night, potentially Friday night. Although most of us are leaving early on, well, us from up north are leaving early on Friday morning. How much have you got left to paint? I've got about half the Nexus and um, most of the crawler. But when I say most of the crawler, it's the bone part. <laughs> and I'm getting one, it. only one crawler though. Yeah, I've painted the other one. Oh, that's not bad. I think Eric's still got three bloodthirsters to paint, so... I've got, I've got ten more tech to, to get the bone onto and, and a few details as well, so it's it's, it's it'll get done. You can lend your Nexus if you want. Uh, well, we'll see. Um, oh, I've... there you go. He's, he's <laughs> opening another can of Hazy Jane at that. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, already offered, but I'm going to try and power through it. I've just, I've only got, it's all contrast at the moment, you know, it's, it's tabletop standard. It's, yeah. I do want to go back and um, highlight stuff, but it's you know it's the first time I've had a new army, proper new army, start to finish for a few years. So. Cool. No, you know, you bored it. Nice. Here it goes. I think that Johnny's going to be a tough game actually. His uh, yeah. he knows his jaws inside out. He's got plenty of strong battle line on that mission. It's, it's, it's going to be <laughs> when I when I grudged him, uh, I did sort of text him and say. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually planning to take OBR, but 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 no, with no crawlers in it, um, which was about you know, uh. <laughs> and then submit list with two crawlers. So yeah. So what yeah. what out of your list is battle line? Then? Twenty more tech, ten more tech, and five death riders. Okay. Good stuff. Johnny's entire army is battle line. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be it'll be fighty. Again, for like that's what like you say, Nathan, as well. For a lot of these armies, don't like leaving things behind. Like no one's taking units that are battle line that 
just want to sit at the back of the board really and hold an objective because then they can't go forward because a lot of people don't have battle line that can then all of a sudden on turn three or four just run 20 inches across the table sort of thing he's got hand of gork he does yeah but i mean like most uh, i know what you mean i need to keep my five death riders alive and not fire them into something stupid or get them let them get hit by something coming in mm. i think I'm what made you take five death so yeah, I kept the Petrifex only because I'd been playing. You've been playing with it. I couldn't be bothered trying to change my thought process. <laughs> um, I'll probably will try something different after it. I think I do. I think Morris Praetorian is probably the next best one. But again, it's only if you take Cat Across. I think. Yeah. I think Cat Across is kind of key part. If but again, if you take him, you can't fit in. Stalkers. Really. Hmm. Oh well, well good luck Scott. Look forward to catching up. Alright. Okay, so penultimate list is um young Pollock. Young Will. Uh he's gone cities. He's taken a nomad prince. Battle mage, battle mage, battle mage. Thirty Phoenix Guard. Five Sisters of the Thorn. Five Sisters of the Thorn. Uh, 20 Sisters of the Watch, 20 Sisters of the Watch, three Prosecutors with Javelins, and then he's taken the Bridge and the Shackles. This this boy's filthing himself up. He's evolving. <coughs> We've seen him from having half a starter set with his dad uh, to really starting to think out his lists. You can see that he plays people and he's developing this. So it's coming on. But he's also still fluffy. Um one day we'll we'll read out a list that is done that is just uber filth and he'll have fallen to the dark side, but he's not quite there yet. So you think? What, well, at least he's gone. See if it, didn't, if it didn't have bridge, I think the army would be totally fine. But it's the yeah, he's got bridge and shin. Yeah, his it's balls just... have dropped and he's taking a real man's army now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I think it's I think it's it's good. It's good to see the evolution. He's got quite a heart and he got the bazooka game one. Yeah. Yeah. Or did he have the bazooka and then it was redrawn? No, it was redrawn and then he had a bazooka. Ah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> F in chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pouring one out for my fallen homies. <laughs> I think he might like again. He does have the ability to move his shoe, and he might be in an okay. Again, I think, sisters I think he'll is also battling. S- uh, his uh, sisters about uh, watchfuls get to shoot when Sang charges them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The point is then, is you charge where unit? Oh no, because it's still you put after you put the the aether wings. And, is it after the charge? Yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Otherwise, yeah. like well, you can still charge um, with a cloak. With the cloak, yeah. So you pop the pop the cloak of midnight and charge in the charge phase, and then you can't shoot them. I've done that to Lee with his handgunners that have the same effect, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So that turns off their shin. Harsh. Shame. But yeah, I think it's a development. I don't think we're gonna see him bottom couple. I know he uh, he picked up the spoon 
it's been a while since he picked up a spoon. It has. It? I remember he took a a mat home to not uh, from Northern Invasion for coming last. He sort of like uh, made it his home that bottom table. Mm-hmm. So he walked away with the mat that was the uh, the ice mat for the At Northern Invasion last year. I played them game five and I went four one. Yeah. So no, he, did well. he was on track. He was on track for four one finish. In oh, I think I think he's getting better. He's getting he's doing well, and it's good to see. Um, I think he's going to be our uh, cave Chris junior. Caves. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. It could be. Well done, well done on the exam. Well done, yeah. Well done, lad. Either that or it'll be Arwen. I'm I'm her. She's going to be a filth <laughs> I'll tell you what. She's a cheating cow as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needs to sort herself out. I've been having words with her. She's she, like she fucking. She needs. I told her. I say you'd you'd be out if you did this. She's. Uh, I've seen some some swift hands there. She likes to roll behind terrain and pick things up. So. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there are one or two people. Um. That that. Yeah. Shade needs to cut it out or get really good at it. So yeah. choose Get faster. Yeah. She's got plenty of time to choose whichever. No, so she's uh there you go. Give her another three years. She'll be fifteen. She'll be uh smashing me up. Right, final list. Mr. Final. Fraser. Uh, it's uh it's Grant, so it's your opponent. Another bone grins from Aberdeen. He's got a prophet. Uh he's got a Gork- uh what? He's got a Wardock. He's got another Wardock. He's got 30 Orcs with stickers, 20 more boys, 20 more boys, 10 more boys, 10 more boys, 6 stickers, and a Bailwind. 241 wounds. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Grant's another one who's fallen to the dark side, isn't he? I think it's bodies, it's... Like the more boys don't really do much, but it's the the maniacs and that that are the. the I've been talking to Grant after we grudged, and the first <laughs> list that he sent me, with the the pigs and stuff, I think was slightly more competitive across all the missions, um. But I think he's played that quite a bit, and he was tempted to get all the boys on the table, which is probably why he's decided to to go for the, the big 30 block and the more boys as well. But it's still good. You, yeah, it's, it's yeah. 240 you piece. Yeah, you can't retreat from them. Yeah. Um, they just run up the table at you and they're wounds at the end of the day. The weight of dice. I think, I, think actually, I think that's your problem is your biggest unit is plague bearers, which do nothing. Yeah. Uh, so... The, he'll grind you better than you'll grind him because he gets all the actual yeah. buffs to fight. I think I, I think I would have him hitting on fives or sixes or something after debuffs. I'm not worried so much about him killing me. I'm more worried about the like the plate bearers anyway. It's the getting bogged in. Stuck. Yeah, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get boxed in. My only hope is that I can fight my way out of whatever he sends at me, but. I don't know. We'll see. You do have good magic output. Yeah, so I've got access to a spell where you roll a dice for every model in the unit. Yeah. So that can be pretty decent. But even then, he gets the six-up save against it, and every model has two wins. So you're not gonna you're not gonna get through them. 
your your vermin lord fucking combat's taking stuff off. Yeah, Ver- vermin lord in combat's awesome, but then you put a, you put a monster into any of these units and they're like great. <laughs> That's what I want to fight. As long as you tag them, monsters. you're okay. So the problem is, is if you go, as it's most people big, do, they the go full into them. As well. yeah. yeah, they're, they're the problem for you. But I'm assuming yeah. that's your unit anyway. Not that you have to share it, but I'd assume that would be the unit that... Gets the Kairos tickle, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, the Bellicard tickle, not the Kairos tickle. No, they've only two wins each, yeah? Or are they four wins each? They'll two, four wins each. each, yeah. Four wins each. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to give anything away because I think I'm up against it in, in this mm. mission. But um, he's... I think he's... Uh, He's played the army enough that he knows what it does. He knows how to leverage the the bodies as well. So, but he's out with me on Friday night. Right, well, I fucking won it then, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> I take it all back. So. Yeah, we're going out. We've got a table, but we're going out. We're on the lash, so it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I want to go out. Uh-huh. Responsible. I don't know. Oh, we're all responsible adults. Yeah. Some more responsible than others, though. Okay, here we go. Put you on the spot. Mark, who's going to win? I think, for me, I can't really see past Andy Curry. Uh, Good choice, good choice. Nathan? Uh, Paul. Duca. It's the year of the bazooka. So, an independent. What do you think, Liam? uh, I'd say Nathan. Hmm. Scott the winner of JP and Andy will play Paul game three <laughs> and yeah. I don't know <laughs> yeah, uh, it's... What's, what's the mission the last one Battle for the Pass, oh, the pass. pass. Yeah. Uh, all the missions are good for fire slayers yeah I think they are good missions but I think if you get stuck I just can't see past that many units of eels. I just think, for if you play against the eels, like on game three, you're, it's turn three before they want to come into you, and you're 30 more models on the board than they are. Yeah. And at that point, because even as is, if you're summoning plague bearers, plague bearers actually are really hard for them to shift, because all of a sudden their mortal wound output isn't doing very, it's a third of the damage. Admittedly, my army does not bad into Deepkin, but I mean for everything else. It's only three yeah. games. But again, also, you can spell portal something on turn one if you really want it to be. Yeah. You can literally kill that king turn one, because again, it's not Voltronus. It should be Voltronus so that it does okay against your matchup, because then it would at least be ignoring half the spells. It is interesting, because we've got no Liam, we've got no John Bayliss, no and we've, got, we've got no, no Lee. Lee. So it blows it wide open, really, doesn't well, it? I wouldn't have a chance if I was there anyway. <laughs> nah. I think going by the last couple of years, you're the three strongest, really. Um, with Nathan as well, of course, from his the, glory the days at the, the Masters. Ones that are not there, if that's what you want to word that as, rather than. No, no, I'm no. I mean, in terms of podium positions, name one tournament when. Any of you three hasn't been in the podium over the last two years. It, you know, it's 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 not been 
That's why we're taking this event off to let the other guys show, you know. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think you could argue that the most consistent player on our scene is JP. I think he's maybe needing a look in actually. If he can get past Andy, he could win it. Well, it that's that's a did he did the grudge? The grudge, yeah. yeah J, oh. JP grudged them. Okay, that's uh. So That's technically, JP's one. lost the event on his own choices. <laughs> I think that he can. Win I'd like. I'd like to have seen them meet each other in game three. Um, but yeah, oh, we'll see how it goes. Again, any other mission, I think it would have been JP's game, just due to his movement uh, over. Uh, over the fire slayers. Yeah. yeah. Fire slayers. Well, not that slow though. He's got running charge. And then the movement rune. But again, they still sit around that like five heroes. Yeah. And if three heroes, I think he's got. He's five, I think. Isn't it? Oh no, yeah, he's he's got he's got the rune sun now in this list, doesn't he? So he's yeah. got an extra one. I mean, it's all going to come down to games two and three. We could end up with three people on three wins at the end. Well, we should do really, shouldn't we? There you go. Listbot is saying Andy Curry predicted win for sixty-two percent. Mike Callahan at ninety. Nathan is at 97.7. There you go, Nathan. Which that's is quite strange. The, that's just the confidence. But is that player? But again, that, that must just be totally on player because Legion Chaos Ascendant has, like, what, two events, if that's it? I think it's won the events. It was pre... Um, it, is, it won a whole bunch of stuff on TTS before the yeah, nerfs. This is the whole problem with TTS, wasn't it? <coughs> TTS is a complete different matter because people don't actually need the models. I think I think it's on player and, and on faction. Yeah. Well, you got 97 then, so... 97. Holy. The only highest one is uh, Phil McGuinness versus Eric. How is the Legion of <laughs> no, Death? How's the Legion Stu, of Night? Stu West has got 99.3 as well. Oh, does it? Oh, yes, he does. Stu, you've got 99.3 versus yeah. Gary. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm playing Manfred, so the psychological toll could oh, be so, and then such that Alan's I just, got a 99.3 chance Gary. win as well against Kat. Mm, I'm made Harry Gary. Because 98.8. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's our uh, that's our take. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for uh, hosting, Mr. Roberts. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to seeing you all. Yeah, getting the, getting the show back in the road. So before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to 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 give a quick a quick update on on all, all other things Northern Invasion. So a quick a quick update for our Patreon supporters. We kick things off again um this month so do understand that a fair few people have moved on and life's changed we've had uh, a a global pandemic economics have changed but it's really good to see uh continued support uh and the messages of encouragement that we've been receiving through not only the site but also through um through the youtube channel that we've set up and some people have even up the pledges so uh thank you very much to our first people on our top tier which is grant and mark mark who's here now so thank you very much sir um next month and this one um it it's it's strange because this is us entering our third season of the podcast um because i know because uh 
the bill has just come through for the next year so uh so that's uh us starting year three season three so this month and next month pays for another year which is really nice uh after that the idea is to get some microphones because i think our audio on the the uh battle reports is a bit iffy when the opponent's talking um and then after that we'll be looking at more tournament and six nations come etc anyway international support for our home team uh then maybe getting an additional camera and some more kit uh but yeah then the next stretch goal for our patreon thing is for streaming scottish events uh basically that has to cover things like the subscription to vimeo and things like that so we can do everything we need to live stream stuff uh but yeah things going well so thank you very much to folk we had our first um youtube channel competition this month um and jack carruthers has won um he commented on one of our battle reports and it was drawn at random by a child who rolled dice and eliminate no she didn't it roll dice she did some it'll bittle black bottle something 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 and worked her <laughs> way through a list of names and jack won so jack's won a bailwind vortex um we've got a uh a competition through our patreon which is people using the anvil of apotheosis apoth i can't fucking say that it's like i've got apotheosis yeah, so they're using those rules to design a war scroll and to build and paint a character. Um, they've got until the end of September, I think I said, uh, to get that done. And then we're going to we're gonna give prizes for the best ones. So I've had a few messages from people talking about those and it, there's no limit on the points. It's not a 20 or a 40, just go, go wild. But those people who are coming to Northern Invasion, the event next month... Um, you could use the guy that you have to bring so that should be fun uh but yeah there'll be a pack out for northern invasion the week after onslaught i'm waiting till after onslaught um because that's the next big thing and then we'll we'll do this afterwards we sold out and i think we've got five on the reserves list at the moment um so yeah there may still be a chance so if you're interested give us a shout uh, but that's that. That's an update. Uh, keep in touch. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've got Eric and Spatch tomorrow night with the Khan versus Slanesh. It's the Big Kippers versus Five Bloodthirsters. So that should be fun. Um, yeah, all good. And we're gonna we're gonna get some some things done, some coverage of Northern Invasion. Um, so that should be good. We're gonna test test the equipment next weekend. When we're uh, when we're down for onslaught and check whether we can live stream. If we can't live stream, we're just going to have to uh, record it and then upload it at night time. But there we go. So anyway, that is good night from Orkney. Good night from Aberdeen. Good night from Shaft Deep in a bottle of Tesseract Glow. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all the way <laughs> in it right now. He's been sat in it for two hours now. <laughs> Night from near Glasgow. It's absolutely hooring it down. And good night from Camelot.
Yeah.